it's time for the Crash Report. Available on all podcast platforms. The Crash Report starts now. Yo, what's happening? This is episode number 12 of the Crash Report. I am Logan Crash, whatever the hell you want to call me, here with Trent, the coral creature. Trent, yo! Yo, what up? And our friend Caitlin is here with us as well. Caitlin, what's going on? Hi! Uh, you can listen to the show anywhere you get podcasts. You can go to our YouTube channel, the Crash Report, for uh, highlights, full clips, or full interviews, rather, clips and more. And you can hit us up on all social media, at Crash Report Show. Uh, this band called uh, Butterside. It also has members of Faster Pussycat and Dorothy is here. And uh, the singer was also a uh, he's a roadie for Motorhead, Trent, so he's got some fucking insane stories. Oh, hell yeah, man. I didn't even know who we were having on this week. Yeah. Uh, my God, he told some stories. I've never been turned down from a question either. This is the first guy that ever turned me down. Wow. <laughs> the first guy to ever turn you down, huh? Yeah, well, <laughs> not that way. Not that way. <laughs> it's normally the girls that are turning me down. They don't want the crib cock. Uh, I thought the girls love the crib cock, man. Well, some of them do. The bigger ones do. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but the hot ones don't. <laughs> um, yeah, but no, I'll tell you what. He, uh, My God, he was telling some stories about Lemmy, and it was insane. Um, I also have uh, Tiffany Page, a voice actress, is on this show as well. Two guests again. So lots to get to. Oh, yeah. Sounds great. Um, but, y'all, yeah, the question that I asked him, um, I was reading some article, and... Uh, he was talking about the uh, like crazy tour stories or whatever. Yeah, and there was uh, he was telling stories about like girls being covered in shit and kicking them <laughs> off the tour bus in the middle of nowhere. Jesus Christ! And all sorts <laughs> of stuff. And he would talk about that, but he brought up something called the crazy glue story. Yeah, and I asked him about it, and he was like, "Oh, we're not talking about that." But then oh. he go- and then he goes, uh, "All I can say, oh, is that uh, she deserved it." Whatever. So she deserved I, it. I can't even imagine what the. Uh, I can't even imagine what I, they did. Yeah, I can't. I can't. Poor girl. Yeah. That fucking uh, crazy glue in her fucking cooter bug or something. Yeah, I was. I was thinking like just gluing up the ass crack or something. But oh, I guess that's possible too. Yeah. I mean, uh, that, that's a. That's a. I don't know what's a bigger mess, the ass or uh, the other one. You know. <laughs> Uh, speaking of glue, we will in a little bit. We'll get to the uh, the girl that put the gorilla glue in her hair. Oh yeah, that, you saw that. that. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, what a dumb bitch. <laughs> um, you know, so last week on the show, Caitlin wasn't here, of course. Caitlin's new to the show, but uh, last week we had the guy on who uh, swallowed the AirPod. Yeah, what a story, man. Good, <laughs> cool guy. <laughs> he was cool. He uh, he texted me after the show and he sent me a link to a cnn video it was okay. a cnn that did a video about the story oh awesome. i think they interviewed him as well that's how you know we're moving on up in the world crash reports interviewing people on cnn oh yeah big time baby <laughs> um but he sent me this uh cnn video and uh my god this fucking uh this woman that's uh, doing the voice for this video uh here let me just play this buds Hey, at least if you swallowed wide earbuds, you'd know when you woke up. Plus, you could even floss. Brad swallowed his right ear. She's got a fucking AirPod in her mouth. 
Like she was uh, pretending to floss with it. And listen to that fucking voice. I don't know how she got a job at CNN. <laughs> um, but no, what a cool guy. That guy was uh, was cool as fuck. I guess he's going he's gonna to call us in a few weeks and give us an update on how oh, yeah? he's feeling. Oh, that's awesome to hear. Um, yeah, so, you know, I don't want to get into it uh, too much. But because uh, I don't like to talk about gaming much to Trent's chagrin. <laughs> Trent loves gaming. Sure. I mean, we could talk about it all night if you want. No, I don't. But I, I did come across this thing that was very funny. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, Caitlin might even know. Caitlin, I'm sure. Caitlin, are you a gamer? Uh, I mean, Sims 4. <laughs> but other than Sims that, 4, there oh, you yeah. go. Talk about casual gamer right there. <laughs> uh, at least she's not playing little kids games like you. <laughs> um, GTA 5. There's a very, uh, it's been going around. The, uh, the part where uh, you guys have seen the videos of uh, that guy Lamar ro- uh-huh. roasting Franklin, right? Yeah. <laughs> Caitlin, are you familiar with this? I have not seen that. I'm going to play this original video. And then I, I saw this, uh, I saw like a, a remit, whatever you want to call it. And. Um, so can a low come up in your. Let's, uh, here, let me play this if you're not familiar with what we're talking about. What's up? Can a low come up in your cribs? Man, fuck you. I see you at work. Oh, nigga, don't hate me because I'm beautiful, nigga. Maybe you got rid of that old yee-yee-ass haircut you got. You get some bitches on your dick. Oh, better yet, maybe Tanisha will call your dog ass if she ever stop fucking with that brain surgeon the lawyer she fucking with. Nigga. <laughs> so that's been going around, and that is so funny. I mean, I remember playing that for the first time like eight years ago, and I thought that was so funny. Was it only eight years ago? I feel, it feels so much longer than that, man. Yeah, 2013. Okay. But anyways, uh, do you guys know who Ben Shapiro is? I'm going to go out on a limb, and I'm going to say, oh, Caitlin's nodding like she does know who that is. <laughs> Trent probably doesn't know Ben Shapiro. Do you know who that is? I know the name. I don't know who he is. Of though. course. I should have put him in that match game we played. You could have. Um I thought we were going to do a round two of that at some point. We will. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you what. I was uh, hanging out with Caitlin before we did the show. Yeah. And um, I was amazed by the uh, amount of people that she didn't know. Really? I was like, man, you're just like Trent. Like oh, a see? female version of Trent. Oh, yeah. That's what I like to hear. Now, now I don't feel like such a dumbass. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, she didn't know. Uh, she didn't know a lot of people we were talking about. Well, see, now you just can't give me shit. You got to give her shit, too, if that's how it's going to be. Well, I guess, but she does know, you do know Ben Shapiro. Yeah. I actually like him. So Ben Shapiro is a, he's a very, he's a, he's a, 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 a news guy, a media guy. Okay. A very conservative. Uh-huh. He's a Jewish guy. Um, I will say though, this is the one guy that is conservative that, uh, even Democrats seem to like this guy. Really? Because he always, uh, he always has fantastic points. Mm-hmm. But anyway, somebody did a, uh, uh, it was uh, Ben Shapiro roasts Franklin. Oh, yeah. And uh, my God, is it, I've watched it so many times. It's it's so funny. Let me play it here. What's up? Can a local come inside your house? Man, fuck you. I see you at work. I'm my African-American friend. Don't hate me because I'm beautiful. My African-American friend. Let's say... Hypothetically, you got rid of that old yes haircut you've got, you would have some B words on your penis. Or better yet, maybe Tanisha will call. You're a Kenan, but it's if she ever stops having sexual intercourse with that brain surgeon or lawyer she's having intercourse with. African American friend. That's, dude, I, I swear to God, I was like in tears when I watched that. That's funny as fuck. Uh, you know, I, 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 I can't believe that game's so old. It makes me feel old. 
Oh, I know, man. I, I told you we need at least a GTA six by the time we're 30. <laughs> Just like I was telling you about, uh, before we started the show, the band that I think is coming on soon and they got another greatest hits album coming out. And I'm like, my God, I feel old. I can't believe that band even has a greatest hits album. I, I mean, dude, fallout boy had a no, greatest hits. Al- so, can, Stop it. So, we don't even want to hear about that fucking band. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, nowadays I don't want it to either, but I can't believe they released a second greatest hits album, man. That's yeah, just wild. Know. Uh, so, uh, Larry Flint died. Yeah. Are you familiar, Trent? I've heard of him. Do I know exactly who he is? No. You don't have, uh, you don't subscribe to Hustler Magazine? Trent must not be able to hear me. He's pulling his headphones off. No, you just sound like a robot. So, (laughs) Uh, you don't have Hustler Magazine? Uh, I've never looked at Hustler Magazine ever, man. Playboy, but not Hustler. No. I see. Uh, Yeah, I guess he died. He was 78. You know, he was was paralyzed. He got shot. Somebody tried to murder him. Back in uh, 1978, they tried to murder him for having an interracial couple in uh, oh. an issue of Hustler. Wow. But uh, I, did, <laughs> I thought it was funny. He had, uh, he had a couple other magazines that he owned. One was one's Barely Legal, which I've heard of. But he had an, another one called Beaver Hunt. <laughs> Beaver Hunt. <laughs> <laughs> so I can only imagine what that one was about. <laughs> oh, fucking Beaver Hunt. That's insane. Uh, now, you know, I dated this girl for a real long time, and we had always talked about uh, how we had never seen one of these magazines. Caitlin, have you ever seen one of these porno mags? No, I don't really look at porno well, mags. No, but I, <laughs> I, I, I'd never seen one. And this girl I was dating, we were like, oh, we should, we should, we should get one. So, <laughs> so I, I bought one at, the, uh, at a Circle K. And when I broke up with that girl, mm-hmm. and I was still living at home at the time, she, uh, I wasn't home and she came by and dropped off all my stuff at my mom's house, <laughs> including the magazine. Well, my, my mom and, uh, my brother Hunter, they go outside and this was five, six years ago. So Hunter was probably uh, eight years old, nine oh. years old or something. So, so he might not even know what to, what he's looking at. Well, she brought it and she brought this huge trash bag just piled high <laughs> with my stuff in it. Uh-huh. <laughs> And the, she, of course, put the magazine right, right <laughs> up on the top of the fucking pile. She knew what she was doing. <laughs> oh, yeah, because uh, I mean, my mom would, oh, my God, my mom was not fucking happy about that. <laughs> not one bit. I mean, what does she expect? <laughs> oh, my mom? Yeah. What do you mean? It's, uh, it's kind of creepy, don't you think? I mean, having a fucking porno mag, it's kind of weird, especially in the age of the internet. And maybe in the age of the internet, I guess, but it's just like, if you have any sort of son, at some point you kind of expect him to be having a dirty magazine or something. Well, I'll tell you, I, uh, I don't really get the hype. I'll, I'll tell you that much. No, no, because, uh, why not just go online where it's free? I mean, nowadays. Yeah, I totally Because these fucking point. magazines are like, I don't remember. It was like 10 bucks or something. 10 bucks. Wow. Like a one month Pornhub premium subscription I, there. I mean, was there any good reason it? <laughs> Good reads? Yeah. I don't know. I was doing a lot of reading. <laughs> I was doing a lot of looking. I don't. I, I want. I'm curious how many people actually buy the magazines for like the for like actually like the, the article. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I, I read Hustler. I, you know, Barry. I read Beaver Hunt, but only for the fucking stories in there, I not mean, for the beavers. I mean, I bet there is actually some good stories in there coming from the girls, but I don't think it's like that though. You would have to think they had to put them in there like a little bit. I don't think it's. Uh, I don't think it's like. I think it's just like porno pictures. I don't think the articles are. I think it's like actual like news. It's actual news? Yeah. Oh, for real? So you could read about, uh, I don't know, whatever's going on politically and then crank one out the next page, you know? <laughs> Give yourself a break in between uh, articles. Wow. 
Maybe we should start a magazine like that, Logan. A porno mag? Yeah. Uh, maybe. I mean, I could, I could do a centerfold. I mean, there's got to be a crippled fetish out there, right? Oh, I mean, yeah. There's got to be Absolutely. some girls that are like, I would love to see a crippled guy, backwards <laughs> hands, uncircumcised penis. <laughs> I'm ready to go. Gut hanging over. I'm fucking ready. Oh, yeah. Full full crip, full crip cock here. I mean, it hasn't been touched. That, I don't think anybody has touched that area in this world, so... We might be like the first ones to really discover uh, that f- real big fetish out there. Well, you know, they say there is a fetish for everything. There really is. Or they make a porno for everything, I should say. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I uh, I don't know. That was. I wonder that, what, what do you think it would come up on the internet if we typed in Cripcock, though? <laughs> That's. You want to do that right that, now? Yeah. All right, all right let's do it. <laughs> you want me to Google it or you want me to go to like a porno site? What do, what do, you, what do you think is better? Just Google? Well, let, fuck it. We'll just do both. <laughs> all right. Cripcock. Is that one word? I hope it's one word. All right, let's see. Okay, well, <laughs> so the first thing that comes up is Cripcock porn videos on Pornhub. Okay. Let's see. Now, I don't want to play these, but let's, uh, let's see. I've never been on a porno site. I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> no, I'll tell you what. I could be, I could be filthy rich right now. Yeah? I, if you go to Pornhub and type in Cripcock, there's not one crippled guy here. Really? Not one not a- single one. Wow. Well, they don't appear to be, at least. Um, See, man, I'm telling you, untouched market. I guess so. Maybe we should just uh, we should start a porno site, Trent. <laughs> hey, I'm down. Shit, there's money in porn, man. There yep. is a lot of money in porn. I was watching that guy, Johnny Sins. You know who that is, of course. Oh, yeah. He's, <laughs> is he still number one in the world for uh, male? Probably. Caitlin, to- you know who Johnny Sins is? No, no. Caitlin must not. Caitlin's probably not a fucking loser like you and I. Well, so you're, aren't you married? No, that's no. That's our or sorry, boyfriend. Our boyfriend yeah. is oh, well. my cousin. Actually, that's how we know Caitlin. She's my uh, cousin's girlfriend. Right, right. I, and I thought for I, for some reason I thought you were married. No. That's from what I remember. You, Logan, telling me, uh, but well, I was wrong. <laughs> yeah, definitely wrong. But I mean, but we're both single, so who the fuck do we have to help us, right? <laughs> I mean, that is true, but I'll tell you, I mean, I've, I don't know. I still look at porn when I'm in a relationship. Oh yeah. Same. You know. Oh yeah. Same. Oh yeah. My nice little voice cracked. Your voice cracks every week. Does it? Well, one time when I had like three or four beers though, and my voice was cracking like nonstop. Yeah. That was hilarious. <laughs> uh, you don't watch any porno, Caitlin? No. Have you ever? I mean, I've seen porn, but I don't watch it. How do you just see it? I used to hear oh, stories on. of people being like, oh, I was at a party and they had a porno on, but. Oh, Nobody puts porno on at a fucking party yeah. unless it's like a fucking, you know, an orgy party or something. Right. Or just go to the Playboy Mansion, Playboy party. I'm sure. Yeah. Oh, my God. Like how a, much fun would that be? Oh, my God. I can't Anyways, imagine. how do you casually come across porn? I'm it wasn't like casual. Like, it was like I was with some, like, my friends. And it was just like. You guys were watching it. there's like on The Sims, there's a mod you can get. <laughs> it's only like porn. Oh, oh my God. Yeah. Have but, you done? Have you used the mod? No, but my friend downloaded it, and we were like messing around. So you've seen it though. Have you yeah. seen the mod like in yeah. action? Yeah, definitely. Is it like? Uh, is, is, does the mod take away like the sheets on the bed? Because I feel. Yeah. Like, oh really? Yeah. Oh, my you gosh. can do it like on the <laughs> counter, like anywhere. Wow. <laughs> there, you can make a strip club. Like it was. It's like everything. There you go, Trent. <laughs> yeah, You're a PC you go, guy. Yeah. Go home yeah. and get that mod. <laughs> I mean, and I that dress spell. <laughs> and the dress spell. <laughs> Yeah, I might do it. Who knows? I'm curious to see what the hell like it actually is. And that nothing's blurred out, I'm assuming? No, not. Yeah, because wow. it's like it's like a mod you download off the internet. 
in, uh, into your documents. Is The Sims 4 still like Sims 1 back in the day? Had like how pixelated they made, like yeah. blurring everything? Yeah, but if you download that, like you can be completely naked, like walking around, like if you're, <laughs> like if you have the mod. Sounds great. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Is there gonna, yeah. I wonder how long it's going to take this mod to come out for Sims 5 because th- there's been rumors of that coming out. Uh, yeah, I saw that, but. You know, I, know. I was playing that game Cyberpunk and yeah. I uh, did, the, there's a thing you can bang a hooker in there. Oh, shocker. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I was a little disappointed. I was hoping to see a little more. Yeah. But that's how you know it's real bad. When you like when you were watching something like that, and you're like, oh, my God, I need to get laid so bad. <laughs> oh, why am I doing this? It's just like I spent an hour making my character's fucking dong size. Yeah, that's what you told me, man, an hour. <laughs> were you even able to make it a cock, or was it just a... No, I would, they, I'm oh, telling bullshit. you what. All these people, they get all pissed off uh, about everything and... Uh, cancel this person and let's boycott this and let's boycott that. The, there's no, uh, there's no games for the crippled protagonist. I, I, I think you have to get, go on with the lawsuit for cyberpunk on this one. You I know? think so. I'd I, probably get some money because there's uh, CD project red who made that game is getting sued all the time. I, I mean, by the time your lawsuit goes through, they might not have any money left at this rate. No, that's true. Discrimination though. <laughs> it is discrimination. We want the Cripcock and Cyberpunk. Make that update happen. What is your obsession today with the Cripcock, though? I'm curious. I'm I mean, not. you're really, like, fixated <laughs> on my penis today. <laughs> I don't know, man. Has it been that long for you? <laughs> has it been that long for me? Yeah, has it been that long? Uh, I can't. What, what, was, what did we say how long it was for me? <laughs> Listen to this, Caitlin. This guy, I, I called him out. I thought he was full of shit. For uh, We were talking about dry spells one time, and he was like, oh, it's been... Uh, what, I forget what he said. He was kind of just like uh, waffling back and forth, wasn't quite sure. And now he's asking me what we said. We said July, right? We said July. Okay. Was that realistic? Yes. Nothing since then? No. I don't think so. Well, after the show, I mean, you want me to? I mean, you do give a good reach around, Logan. I do have perfect hands for a reach around. Yes, I do. Absolutely, I do. Just ask Dick Dick about that. Oh, yeah. I mean, you've teased me a couple of times. So. I used to be my thing. We just. <laughs> grab, a, grab a dong real quick right. <laughs> oh my god uh yeah so this uh this fucking girl that uh put the gorilla glue in her hair mm-hmm. uh what a fucking what a dumbass well the, here's the one thing i didn't learn like i've heard about it but i don't know what her reason was for putting it in well she ran out of hairspray wow okay <laughs> uh she ran out of hairspray and I don't know. Uh, to me, this kind of feels like it was uh, an intentional thing. Yeah. I mean, I, I, how do you not? Because she is 40 years old. Right. This woman is 40. Uh, she didn't look 40, though. I will say that. She looks good for being 40. But she's 40 years old and thought Gorilla Glue could go in your I, I think she knew what it was. I read somewhere that uh, I think she was thinking that by the end of the night, she'd mm-hmm. be able to wash it out. Oh, but I mean, this one went on for over a month. Wow, <laughs> that's unbelievable. <laughs> it just—I uh, don't know, you know—and the fact that because um, well, for for one, Beyonce's hairstylist even reached out and was like offering uh, tips on how to uh-huh. how to get it out, and none of it was working. <laughs> and so finally, some fucking plastic surgeon in L.A. Right. Um, I guess he—I think he did it uh, for free. But um, really, after all that stupidity, somebody did it for free. Oh, I know. It's so mm-hmm. fucking stupid. Well, I mean, come on. People, uh, we worship these fucking morons. And uh, this <laughs> the reason I think it was a social media stunt is because this bitch allowed TMZ to be in the fucking operating room while they were fixing it. Really? I oh. swear to God, this had to be a publicity stunt. Oh, yeah. It, de- it definitely sounds like a goddamn publicity stunt. 
especially being like you said, forty years old. You, can, I, I, I can't imagine someone being that dumb. Well, I'll tell you what. She, uh, she also she runs a daycare. Really? And my God, I'm telling you right now, this is not the kind of fucking woman we want uh, taking care of our kids. Just let all the kids put glue in their hair. Fuck it, you know. <laughs> I just uh, have you seen the uh, have you seen the video or heard the video of uh, of her like announcing what happened? I have not seen the video. Let me play just a, a little bit of it here. Hey y'all! For those of y'all that know me, know my hair has been like this for about a month now. It's not by choice, no. It's not by choice. When I do my hair, I like to, you know, finish it off with the little got to be glue spray. You know, just to keep it in place. I don't even understand what she's saying. Well, I didn't have any more got to be glue spray, so I used this. Gorilla glue spray. Bad, bad, <laughs> bad idea. Oh, I mean, my God, what a dumbass. I mean, it's, uh, I, I don't know. I mean, uh, Caitlin, you're a woman. If you were out of hairspray or something. There's no way. Gorilla I mean, glue? It's just like, uh, I, I don't know. Like, I don't, what person in this world would say that sounds like a, a bright idea? Like, oh yeah, that'll go, that'll go just fine. Yeah, put it in your hair. Like, who the fuck's going to say that? Well, and it was in for over a month. Right. When she posted that video, she posted on February 4th and, uh, I mean, a month before, I mean, it was probably like a new year's thing or something. But, uh, I mean, I, I can't, you know, the fact of, of TMZ being in the operating room. Mm-hmm. I mean, to me, this is like a, a cry for attention. The TMZ at least pay her for letting them in the operating room? I, I doubt it. I mean, why would they pay her? I don't know, because it's, I mean, it's like, it's a good... Oh, I guess. Yeah, I, mean, I, mean, I mean, stupid sells, so I'm sure they can make some money off of TMZ that. TMZ will do anything. I mean, you guys saw that Morgan Wallen shit. What? <laughs> You know who Morgan Wallen is? No. <laughs> You're so out of tune with, with the world. I stay in my bubble, Logan. That's about it. Caitlin, do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Morgan Wallen is like probably the hottest country singer out right now. Oh, well, hey, why, did you really expect me to know this? He's a celebrity. <laughs> it's a country singer. So? <laughs> you don't know any country? You know who Luke Bryan is? Yeah, I know. You my, know Eric Church? Yes. Do you know Luke Combs? Yeah, those guys have all been around for a while, though. Luke Combs came out like two years ago. That's still. And so did Morgan Wallen. But he's just now becoming a big star. No, he's been huge for a while. Why has he? Okay. Right? I mean, is that fair yeah, to say? Like two years ago at Country Fest, he was there. Yeah. Oh, well, Caitlin's a big country girl. I mean, you guys live down here in the country. I'm not from here to begin with, so maybe it's more. He's more way more popular down here than where I'm at. Well, I will tell you, I used to be a DJ at a country radio station. And uh, he is fucking terrible. I, I will say that his music's garbage. You think so? You don't like him? <laughs> Fuck no. That song, Up Down or whatever, is one of the worst fucking songs I've ever heard in my life. Morgan Wallen? Yeah, I think so. Up Down and Whiskey I'm Glasses. Sure. Yeah, that one's... Neither of those titles sound familiar. No, you don't want to know them. They're fucking no? trash. What, what's your favorite country singer, Logan? My favorite country singer? Yeah. Um, mm-hmm, probably... Chris Stapleton or Eric Church. Okay. Although, uh, actually, no. You know, well, there is this this girl, this country uh, singer that I'm very into. She's very good looking, for one. Yeah. She, she's <laughs> a little fucking hot box. But her music mm. is fucking good. Her name's Maren Morris. 
And uh, Caitlin, you know who that is? Yeah, I like her. And she cusses. And I, I think it's great because there's not a lot of cussing in country. Yeah, you're right. I and guess ev- every chance she gets to throw in the word shit, she says it. <laughs> oh, that that's it. Is that like her is that her max just saying shit or is she dropping like a fuck in there or something? Uh there might be a couple F bombs. Okay. Okay. I was but, gonna say if it's just shit, it's like, <laughs> oh well, that's just half assing it then, you know? But yeah, Morgan Wallen, um, I guess I'll fill you in, Trent, even though the rest of the fucking world knows this. Oh, so sorry. <laughs> he uh he said the N word. Uh, on his, uh, you know, and this is where I'm a little conflicted with the whole thing mm-hmm. because I, I do agree you shouldn't say the N word. Yeah. But he wasn't directing it at a, uh, or sorry, I should say since Trent's here, he wasn't directing it <laughs> at, uh, at a black person. It was, uh, he was, he was drunk, which is not an excuse. Sure. But it was a, um, it's the same way that, uh, you know, people just throw words around. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, uh, this was caught on film from his neighbor's, um, doorbell camera. <laughs> really? So his neighbors sold him out and they sold wow. this video to TMZ. Wow. Yeah. Fuck <laughs> those people. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, it's, it's a little conflicting thing because I, I do. I mean, I, I agree that you shouldn't say that word, but then you look at, um, fucking NASCAR. I think we had talked about it on the show a few weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, somebody dropped the n-word the the n-word or are we talking about the well, there was the girl that said retard right but then there was a guy i think previous it was maybe a bit like last late last summer he dropped the n-word or something like a because you know they're doing that stupid fucking gaming thing the e-races you seen oh those? yeah 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 i mean i'll tell you what you go through the the sports channels and uh that's like what they do is they play these like nascar games mm-hmm. um but I'm pretty sure that guy's back racing. And Morgan Wallen, he got <laughs> dropped from his label. I mean, he got dropped from everything. I mean, did he lose any sponsorships or anything? Like the racer do you, like, that you can remember? I'm sure he had to have lost some. Uh, yeah, I, I'm sure. He, I mean, I'm sure he had to suffer consequences. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. Morgan Wallen, though, I mean, his, his label dropped him. I think his, his manager dropped him. His agent dropped him. I mean, the whole nine. Wow. Dude's fucking done. That's wild. And I just, uh, I don't know if I necessarily agree with all that. Yeah, I don't know if it's, uh, is it really right to completely just end everything for one mistake like well, that? Well, you know, this whole cancel culture thing, I, uh, you know, well, for, well, before we get into it, Caitlin, how do you feel about cancel culture? Because Trent and I have talked about this at length, most recently with the Marilyn Manson thing. Right. But uh, Caitlin is, is new here, so let's hear her take on cancel culture as a whole. I feel like it depends, like, what you did. Like, you know what I mean? Like, with Morgan Wallen, like, he was talking to his friend. He wasn't, like, he was in his own home. Like, I don't know, like. Take a shot every time she <laughs> says like. He'll be, he'll be fucked up in 20 seconds. <laughs> but I just feel like he was in his own home, like, in his own privacy. His neighbor shouldn't have sold him out, I feel like. Yeah, I want to know. I wonder how much TMZ paid them for that tape. That's a, I mean, because that was like, I mean, that was big fucking news. That was like groundbreaking. Yeah, like yeah, he was huge. off of like all the top. Trent says, yeah, huge, but he didn't even know what the fuck we were talking about. <laughs> no, just going with what you tell me. Well, he also got in trouble. Uh, Caitlin, you remember a few months ago, uh, he was supposed to play SNL, Saturday Night Live, and then they kicked him off because video surfaced of him partying uh, like right before SNL without a mask or anything. I um, actually saw him on SNL though. Did he? He, he came, they okay. let him, they let him come back. Okay. This was, I think he was just on like 
three weeks ago or something, or a month ago yeah. or something. Yeah, this is back in October that he, uh, so he's been a little controversial since then, but I guess his streams went up like over 2,000% since all this happened, though. I mean, this is kind of similar to what I just sent you about Manson. All of his numbers are up also. Yeah, well, you say that, but I'm telling you, Marilyn Manson is done. D-O-N-E done. (laughs) But all of his numbers are up, though. Dude, okay, but listen. (laughs) So so it's like, how does cancel culture work if everything's going up? (laughs) Dude, I'm telling you, fucking Marilyn Manson, uh, maybe not 100% of what those people, what those girls are saying happened, happened. Mm Mm-hmm. But I'm telling you that, dude, uh, that was the least shocking thing I've ever heard. And that's coming from me as a Manson fan. Uh-huh. Only because of what happened with his dad. If you're trying to meet somebody and the prerequisite is you have to show their dad your fucking tits. I mean, imagine what the, what the, the, his kid is like. <laughs> I still I still think you overthink the whole dad instance that you witnessed. Uh, Caitlin, how do you, what do you think about that? I'll, we've talked about this a lot. I'll make it quick. But long story short, two girl. I was at a Marilyn Manson show. Two girls went up to his dad because his dad lived in Canton his whole life. Okay. So he goes to the local. He would, he would go to the local Manson shows. These two young girls, probably probably your age, and his dad was probably in his late sixties, early seventies. They're like, hey, we want to meet. Uh, we want to meet Marilyn Manson. And he's like, all right, well, show me your tits. And girl, girl whooped out her tits. And I'm pretty sure, now I am speculating here, I'm pretty sure there was two girls. Mm-hmm. I, I really feel like he told the one girl, first he said it was the tits thing, and then he told the next girl, well, let me see your pussy. I swear you didn't bring that up last time. I didn't bring it up because I'm not 100%, but I think so. But either way, tits for both girls, that's fucking creepy. Is it not? That is definitely, I would never. And doesn't, <laughs> doesn't that make you think, well, man, I mean, gee, if his dad is like this, what is he like? Right. If this is what I have to do to meet somebody, what is, uh, you know, uh, what is that actual person like? I'm telling you. (laughs) See, my defense was like, he's so old. He hasn't probably seen a good pair of tits in so long. He just wants to break like, yo, just let me see some Hustler Magazine or Beaver Hunt is for. (laughs) But it's not the same as like the real thing, man. You know? I mean, I and, guess. And but the girls must have not thought it was that creepy if they just went no. in it like right oh, away. Oh, no fucking way. These girls, a lot of these girls will do. This is why I'm so on the fence with cancel culture because I've seen it with my own eyes. As a, as I used to be a promoter bringing bands into town. I've seen how some of these women throw themselves mm-hmm. at these fucking, at these rock stars or cel- whoever it is. Yeah, you're right. I mean, you know what I mean? And then they want to play, uh, there was this band from fucking Sweden a couple of years ago. That, are you familiar with that band, Decapitated? Mm-mm. It's a little more extreme, I, I didn't figure. But anyways, they um, they can't ever like come back here again. Their reputation is completely tarnished because mm. some girl accused the entire band of gang raping her. Oh, my gosh. I don't have the story pulled up in front of me. I don't have all the details, but... Uh, they, she, one girl accused, I don't know. I think there's five guys in the band. Uh-huh. She accused him of gang rape. And, uh, yeah, I mean, that band can't ever fucking, I mean, I guess they could, they were, they were found not guilty or whatever. Yeah. I mean, if they're found not guilty, but I mean, dude, that completely tarnished their name. I mean, I think people just need to be mature and see like, if it was proven not guilty that you can't hold that fucking against oh, well, Trent, This is America. That's <laughs> not how, how America is, man. Like, people like, don't think logically. Like can't, can't, the people that are in cancel culture, if you want it to work, you got to be mature about that shit. You can't just go and be bullshitting with all this Well, stuff, now they're trying know? to cancel uh, David Letterman. Well, not cancel him, but 
He's uh, he's in the news now. Wait, for what? For an interview he did in 2013 with Lindsay Lohan. Really? When he was he was uh, saying like, uh, shouldn't you be in rehab? <laughs> and you saw that case? the other day. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, and uh, I mean, it's like she probably should have fucking been in rehab. Probably. I mean, she's fucking crazy. <laughs> yeah, it's Lindsay Lohan. Come on, give yeah, the guy but, a break. <laughs> I mean, dude, it's it's everybody. I, I swear to God, every fucking day that we wake up. I wonder they're trying to cancel somebody else. I wonder how the world would react if he said that's like Demi Lovato today, because she went to rehab for like being on some. But she was on heroin. Yeah. I'll tell you what, there was this. I'll never forget this. There was a uh, some business, and I don't know what state it was, but it was like some small business, and they um, it was in the summer, and they had on their marquee out front, they had a thing that uh, said. Something along the lines of "It's hotter than Demi Lovato's spoon" or something, <laughs> and uh, my God, was it fucking funny? Um, That's fucking. Yeah, she was on heroin real bad. Yeah, man, I, I couldn't believe that shit when it happened. I was like, "Oh shit!" Like, I'm, I'm just amazed that she came back and she's out where she's at now. I'll tell you what, that that girl is like drop dead gorgeous. My God. Oh yeah, dude, I've had a crush on her since like her Disney days. Straight up, <laughs> uh, I didn't watch her on Disney. I was I was a little past that point, but. Uh, yeah, she is fucking like drop dead gorgeous. Oh yeah, hundred uh, percent. All right, well let's get to the, this uh, interview with the band Butterside. Uh, it's got uh, the guitar player from uh, Faster Pussycat and Dorothy, and the singer used to work with Motorhead, so he's got some fucking insane uh, Lemmy stories. And you can also hear him basically tell me to fuck off about the crazy glue story. <laughs> uh, you can go to our YouTube channel, The Crash Report, watch uh, highlights, clips, and uh, the full interview with Butterside and more. And we will be right back on the Crash Report. Hang on. Like and subscribe to the show so we can spam your notifications with new episodes, clips, and some BS you don't care about. We're back to the Crash Report. All right, we are back here on the Crash Report. You can listen to the show anywhere you get podcasts. You can go to our YouTube channel, the Crash Report, to watch this full interview with Butterside. Uh, other highlights and clips from the show and more. And you can hit us up on all social media at Crash Report Show. Uh, like I said, right now I'm here with uh, Patrick and Sam from uh, Butterside. What's going on, guys? Chilling early morning vibes with you. This is early for us. We, we stay up late. I think Sam, yeah. I told Sam, I said, we got to get up early tomorrow. He's like, cool, I've been trying to get up earlier. But of course, we both much better on 4.30. So, um, oh my good. God. What time is it? Is, what is it like 11 a.m. over there? Yes, that's so early, man. <laughs> you know, I used to wake up real late, and then I uh, I had a kid, so I was like, man, I can't uh, can't stay up late all the time anymore. Oh, anymore. Um, so what's going on, guys? How you doing? Been good, man. We've been staying busy. The pandemic hasn't slowed us down. Creative videos, live, so right a lot. Having uh, yeah. some issues with your audio here. Oh. Can you hear us now? Yes. No. Nope. Okay, yeah. Right. No, nope. now you cut out. Man, I fucking hate Zoom, I'll tell you that much. Um, maybe I hold it. Is that better? Yes. Okay. okay. All right, cool. Let's do it like that. Yeah. Um you said how are we doing? What are we doing? We're just uh we're we're being really creative. The pandemic hasn't slowed us down. We've created like four or five videos over the last uh, since since the thing happened over the last year. Uh, we went to uh, Arizona, recorded a whole new record. Uh, we've been doing a lot of writing, live streams, stuff like that. So we're we're making the best of it. Yeah, trying to be as productive as possible. Yeah. 
That's all we can do right now. I mean, these are uh, wild times, but you guys have a new album, Spiritual Violence, coming out uh, March 26th. But before we get into that, I do want to talk about the recent live stream you guys did uh, at the Whiskey. I think that was, uh, it was on Lemmy's birthday, right? Hell yeah. Uh, how, how was that? I mean, I've never seen you guys live, but I would imagine a band like you guys really has to feed off of the energy of a live, a live crowd. Uh, and, you know, of, of course, with the times that we're living in, I mean, this has become a common thing as these live streams. But, I mean, how did that go? Do you find it difficult to kind of really get into it when, when you're just playing to cameras, essentially? I mean, yes and no. You know, obviously, the not having the energy of the crowd and the humans in the room you know, makes, a, makes it kind of hard. But at the same time, for us, I mean, we hadn't played in so long so that, it, you know, it was just it was exciting to be able to play. So it all kind of just comes out. Yeah. I mean, I'm grateful for the experience that, you know, we're still doing something. But yeah, man, I mean, if, if you if you compare one to the other, there's it's it's hard. It's 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 hard. And it's it's uh, you know, you go to get the it's just that moment, the end of the song or whatever. And you're waiting for that feedback and that response. And you just kind of kind of pretend that it's there and know that you kicked enough ass that whoever might be watching on the other end is getting into it. So you, it's kind of more acting than it is performing in a way, yeah. because performing is definitely a back and forth with the crowd. Well, I'm assuming it was it was planned to do it on on Lemmy's birthday. Obviously, uh, I mean, I think most people know this by now, but, you know, I, it was Lemmy himself that, that signed you guys. Uh, and you guys were the first band on the label, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah. They had an idea and they, they went for it and they put us in the studio with um, Lemmy's son, Paul, uh, produced the first record. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I saw. That's uh, I mean, that's insane. And, and I mean, you got the gig because, uh, Patrick, you were working for, for Motorhead. You were, yeah. you were what, a guitar tech, right? Yeah, I was screwing up their instruments for quite a while. Yeah, <laughs> I'm. I'm curious. How did the whole deal uh, with uh, with Motorhead music come about? I mean, was it something where you went to Lemmy and said, "Hey, look, I got this. I got this band. You know, you got to check it out." Or was it more of like, uh, you know, did he come to the come to the table with the deal, or was it uh, you kind of pushing him in that certain in that sort of direction? Um, well, back roadieing for, for Lemmy, he just always shared his music with me. He was more interested in, in like, kind of like creating with, or, uh, sorry, connecting with me more artistically and Phil, Phil Campbell too. He's been on, Phil Campbell was on some of my first demos. We were just kind of hanging out in the same places, going to a lot of the same houses. In fact, my house was, was a, uh, was a hot spot, <laughs> if you know what I mean, for all of us, but we would hang out there for weeks on end, but they were always pushing me to, um, to do my music. Um, the, the roadieing thing was just kind of like I was in the right place at the right time and, uh, got, you know, one guy couldn't make it overseas. So I jumped on the tour, but, um, but yeah, it was slow coming because I was really pursuing a lot of other projects that let me kick the door down for a few of like the velvet revolver thing. And a few things were, were hit and miss, but like, you know, when you're relying on a big rock star to uh, decide your fate, sometimes you're left out in the cold for a few days at a time. And I just kind of got a little bit tired of waiting around for somebody else to make the moves, to make my career as big as I wanted to. And uh, the motorhead uh, camp was just always pushing me. Uh, and I think it was really Todd Singerman, Lemmy's manager that was on the phone with me. I think I was having some issues with Steven Adler, not that there's anything wrong with him. I love the guy to death, but um, you know, things just weren't quite the Patrick show, you know what I mean? So he just, reminded me that he loved my songs and whenever I was ready, he wanted to put me into the studio. And I, I finally said, I finally made that call and said, Todd, I'm ready. And that's when 
he put two and two together and Lemmy was super excited about it. He had a, Lemmy had us come out to his 70th birthday party and play, uh, you know, just before he died there. And uh, that was really when we got the first big thumbs up and then there was this big meeting at the rainbow and, you know, we started signing our life away. <laughs> well, I want to backtrack real quick. Maybe I, uh, maybe I, I should know this, but uh, the, what, what is the whole velvet revolver thing? Did you audition for velvet revolver back in the day or? Um, yeah, there was, um, there was actually two opportunities for me to get the gig. And on the first one, I was so super high. I've been 15 years sober, but, um, I was batshit crazy. I mean, I was like the guy you didn't want to talk to. I was the guy you didn't want to know. <laughs> and, um, and I got on the phone with Slash at one point through a girl, a mutual girlfriend of ours. And, um, she, she knew them forever. She was really tight with them and she suggested I'd be the singer, but I was on the phone. I think for, I don't think it was more than 30 seconds with Slash before he realized I was so wasted that he, uh, he kind of hung up. But then fast forward uh, quite a few years, um, I was sober and let me kick that door down. He told Slash that I should be the new singer for Velvet Revolver. So it wasn't too long before I got a call from Matt and the guys and they'd sent over some, uh, some, some demos and stuff that they were working on. And I recorded a couple. They liked them enough to do a couple more. And then uh, just about the time where I thought it was going to pop and everything was going to go you know, into outer space, um, everybody kind of went their own directions. Duff did his loaded thing slash did the, that amazing album that he did with all those superstar singers. Uh, everybody kind of just went in different directions. So, yeah. Well, speaking of those guys real quick, the, uh, Duff's last album, uh, I think it's called like tenderness or whatever. Uh, yeah. my God, what a great album. Have you guys heard that album? Yeah, it's pretty great. Yeah, oh, it was so, and I was so like not expecting it to be so so mellow and and just chill out. But holy shit, was that a good record? Yeah, him and Izzy both they kind of can they can mellow out really well, tone it down. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, you know when you were when you were working with Motorhead, was this were you also doing the the Adler's Appetite thing at the same time? Um, no, the Adler's Appetite thing definitely consumed 110% of my life when that came along. We went straight out on the road. I think the first run we did was like 52 shows in 60 days. Oh my um, God. That, yeah. So that's all I was doing. Um, I hadn't roadied for Motorhead for quite some time when that opportunity came up. By the time I got sober, that was when I really decided that like, I wasn't going to do anything except for pursue my musical career. And, and, uh, I got, I got, I got pretty far with, with, uh, with some of my heroes for sure. I had to pinch myself many times standing on stage with guys that I never would have dreamed of playing with, but, um, that gave me enough confidence to do this thing with, uh, the best guitar player there is sitting right here at my right. Yeah. Well, Sam, I, I want to get into your background a little bit too. Uh, because you and I are, are the, the same age. I think we're both 25 and yeah. you grew up in the Midwest and, you know, you were, what, 14 years old playing to uh, 7,000 people or whatever. And, uh, my God, that's mind-blowing because I, when I was 14 years old, I was in this shitty little band. And I might have been 15. And I thought we were such uh, such a badass band because we played the fucking 4th of July festival in, in the fucking, <laughs> you know, little college town where I'm from. And, uh, I mean, my God, what, what an insane, uh, an insane story. It was pretty crazy. I mean, I don't, yeah, really the fact, it, even the crazier fact is, to me at least, is the guy who had allowed us to open the show and wanted us to open the show. We were supposed to open a different show for him. And it was like that, 21 and over or something though, I heard, right? And you couldn't get in. Exactly. Yeah. yeah I, I was 14, the singer was 14 and the drummer was like 16 or 17. And 
the fact that he kept his word and he's like, okay, the next show that I do, I'm going to have you guys open. And it happened to be that arena show where it was going to be, you know, seven to 10,000 people, whatever, whatever it was. But it, I mean, it was really just that if anything hooked me, that made me, you know, hooked for sure to do this for life. Well, and then, I mean, you went to LA to go to the, the, uh, the musicians Institute and it seems like you're, you're very uh, good at, following uh, opportunities or, or uh, making opportunities present themselves from from doing the the arena thing of 14 years old and then uh, I know you ended up like jamming with Gilby Clark or whatever and you got to meet I, I think you were uh, met Jerry Cantrell who I think you said is like your your idol or whatever and then of course you know now in in Butterside and Faster Pussycat and of course uh, you know Dorothy which uh, you know she seems to be, she's been like on the, on the up and up for, for years now, it seems like. Yeah. I mean, it's, uh, you know, I don't know, just certain things have kind of come my way. It doesn't just happen. I mean, it takes a lot of work of going out. I've lived out here about seven and a half years and in normal life, uh, you know, go out quite a bit. I'm not a partier or anything, but I like to go to all the different jam nights around town and network. And that's how I met this guy. And that's yeah. just, you know, that's yeah, he's, how he's just the busiest, people. he's just the busiest musician around and everybody wants him. It puts a huge fire under my ass. Cause like if I sleep in too late one day, he'll be in like three other bands. You know what I mean? <laughs> well, <laughs> I was going to like, ask, how do you manage the time between, I mean, obviously not right now, but you know, but between all, cause I, I think was it, um, I don't know, maybe two summers ago I, I saw Dorothy with with Breaking Ben. Were you on that tour with the, the Breaking Ben tour? I wasn't, but actually because I was out with Faster Pussycat, the bass player had mentioned something about, you know, wanting to possibly call back then. But then I was already out with Faster back then. Um, I don't know. Pre you know, it's scheduling is difficult, but ultimately uh, just I don't know. Right now there's uh you know, in normal times, I don't know. It's all just a big mess. <laughs> just got to make it all happen. It all ends up happening, but who knows how, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's the same thing with all of the guys in the group, really. I mean, we kind of have to stop ourselves from really jumping on other opportunities because like we all really believe in, in Butterside enough to, so much now that we've gone and recorded, you know, from scratch we've gone and made and written a lot of songs uh together um and uh you know now we have something that we're just we're so excited about you know what i mean so we all really really want this to happen more than anything else we could possibly have going on and as far as we can tell we've got a really great green uh green <laughs> a great dream team around us to make sure that we uh you know we get as far as we can possibly go. So we're super excited, but you that's know, the correct answer. Yeah. But lots of respect for Dorothy and faster pussycat, you know, those guys have been my bros forever. So it's just like, you know, I love them to death, but you know, if, if it does come to blows to, you know, if we both have tour dates at the same time, somebody's going to suffer and it ain't going to be me. <laughs> well, talk to me about the, the, the new album, spiritual violence. Uh, I know uh, you have a few guest appearances, Phil Campbell, of course, from, from motorhead, uh, yeah. And I watched that video, and, and uh, I, I don't know what it is. I love animated videos if they're done a certain way. And my God, what, what a what a kick-ass video that was. Yeah, it was super cool. Uh, Pablo's the uh, the guy who directed it and, and drew it. Um, 
just wow. He had a time crunch, 45 days, I think from the first phone call to the due date that we, uh, we put in and, and, the like the artistic style that he used. I just, I, yeah, I, I enjoyed it too. The red and the black and everything else. I think it was a great portrayal of like, you know, it wasn't too happy for a cartoon, you know? Um, but, uh, but yeah, I just basically told him the story and we wanted to have some heart in there. But um, along with Phil Campbell, uh, you, I just listened to an interview you had with uh, Carla Harvey. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. She's so on the, the song Amber Alert, right? Yeah, yeah. baby. Uh, it's so sick. Um, it's so cool because like, I'll be, I sound like the girl on the track and she sounds like the devil on the track. <laughs> you know? Really unleash that, you know, her real you know, that side of her. I know now they're starting to break through into this, like they've got this great new style of music, the Butcher Babies. Um, as far, I mean, it, to me, it seems so different from what they were doing before because it's really melodic, a lot of, uh, you know, vocal harmonies and and just, uh, it's, it's just a lot more singing, I yeah. think, than, than screaming. But um, love the screaming stuff too. But she really laid down the devil on uh, Amber Alert and we went and filmed a video. I can't even, I don't even want to give you too much about it because I don't want to let you know too much, but it's probably the most epic one we've done so far. And we've gone all the way to Japan to film videos. So that's, that's something. <laughs> yeah, I, no, I'm looking forward to, to seeing it and hearing it. I mean, you know, as, as far as Carla, uh, which, by the way, if you haven't checked out the last episode with Carla Harvey, go ahead and do that. But, uh, yeah. you know, that uh, what she's such a, a such a cool chick. And uh, that last interview, I, I, I think you said you saw it, but, uh, you know, she, she got very emotional uh, cause yeah. she's a, a death doula, you know, and, yep. uh, I'll tell you, I got, uh, I felt so bad that, uh, you know, I had her in, in tears cause I wasn't trying to uh, make her break down, you know, on camera, but, uh, what that was, uh, she's, she's a very, uh, interesting person for sure. I love that she's taken on such a, you know, it's a more meaningful purpose in life. You know what I mean? She wants to be there for people. I love that. And she, uh, you know, I just lost my father December 18th and, um, you know, she reached out on numerous occasions to check in and make sure that I was okay. And I really, I just, it's just like, even if it's a one second phone call or just a text message or something like that, when you're going through stuff like that, every minute that you're not thinking about the grief is a moment that you're not thinking about the grief. So, you know, she's just a really special person, man. So she deserves all of these success that she's got. And we're just so freaking excited. Like the video is just so cool. And she sounds so great. We're really proud of this, this track coming out in March with her on it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I wanted to ask you uh, uh, regarding your, your father, cause that was uh would you say December 18th? So that was like a week before the, the live stream was that, you know, it yeah. had to be extremely uh, different. I don't know how, I mean, were you close with your father? Yeah, no, he meant everything to me. He's like the whole reason I became, sober it's uh it's still something that you know every day it still punches me in the face and you just kind of you just go into this you know you just you you break down so um yeah it was it was extremely difficult but you got to put on that uh you know the show must go on and that show was dedicated to lem and we'd already made this you know this huge plan and we've got a wonderful pr company behind us so all, all of the all the press releases were out and you know it's it's time to to, you know, put on your big boy pants and go and do it. And with a band like this, I mean, these guys too, not only Carla, but, you know, um, I've just got a lot of love around me and the band is the biggest, I mean, the biggest support system that we could possibly have. Every, every morning we wake up, we've got this, our text message numbers are at about 250, you know, every morning because like, uh, you know, a couple of the guys are on different, 
different parts of the world right now. So we're just constantly texting each other, constantly checking in on each other, constantly keeping each other positive, constantly making each other laugh. Every just, single day, you know, all I, day. I'm pretty sure we, each of us know what we had for dinner. You know what I mean? It's just ridiculous. The stuff that we go back and forth with. And that, well, that's that what you need you in a band. You need that camaraderie in a band. Yeah, it's the best. It absolutely is the best. When you were, uh, when you were uh, the, the writing process for this record, uh, was the record already done when, when your father had passed away? Uh, or, or did that uh, influence any of the songwriting at all? Or, or was it already in the can? Um, the stuff that you'll start to get a peek at around uh, middle of the summer, we're, we're hoping. You know, We don't want to talk about it too much because we are promoting the record that we have out now. But Spiritual Violence was... Um, but about midsummer, you'll start catching that. There is one song on the uh, on on the new recordings that we that we created in the midst of my father's passing uh, that strikes a really really intense chord. Uh, but you'll you'll catch that. It won't be tell about midsummer. That's the next record. But this record was kind of uh, it was like we had been touring nonstop for about two years. Uh, we were just coming back from the UK, and I literally just set the date with Jay Baumgartner and said, yeah, I've got a bunch of songs and we didn't have any. And we just, <laughs> we just, <laughs> he trusted me. And by the time we started recording, I think most of it was done. But by the time we got to the last song, which was actually Amber Alert, didn't have any lyrics. I literally was walking into the, into the vocal booth going, what the fuck am I going to sing about? And then uh, luckily there was this, uh, it was this dame hanging around and she inspired me enough to come up with some pretty kinky lyrics. And that's, that's what fed into that thing. <laughs> Song. Uh, you know, you've, you've mentioned your sobriety and there's a, there's a song, uh, on the new record. I think it's called, uh, things we do, um, right. which, which I, I believe you said previously documents kind of your, your sobriety and stuff. Um, and, and congratulations by the way on, on, uh, 15 years of sobriety. Um, Thanks, man. but, uh, you know, I was curious, Sam, Sam has 25 years. Sobriety. Yeah, I, heard, <laughs> I know you said, uh, I, I was, uh, uh, watching another interview with you and you said uh, you don't drink or do drugs or anything, right? Yeah. yeah you got the sober guys this morning. Hey, yeah. well, <laughs> I, uh, that is crazy to me because I, I would imagine being so, so young and having so much uh, opportunity. I mean, uh, I mean, I know how wild I was and I wasn't fucking, you know, doing half the crazy shit that, that you get to do, you know? And I, I was, uh, you know, I mean, I wasn't a huge partier, but uh, I feel like that's the thing, especially for young guys like us. Yeah, I don't I mean, just for me personally, the the gear and the, you know, music stuff, that's my drug. So that's what you want to spend your money on, right? Not Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Not me. I was I was hookers and blow all the way. (laughs) Well, you know, I I was gonna ask. I I was gonna anyway. (laughs) I was gonna ask about the, the you know, what was the was there a specific incident that you were like, Oh my god, I gotta fucking stop or did you just wake up one day and you were like, man, I've had enough of this shit. Fuck this. Um, again, back to my father. He's, he, I mean, really, to be honest, it's, it's, there's like a higher power and anybody that's had their sobriety, like kick in the gear, like mine has my friend, Matt Pinfield and I share a big, uh, uh, a lot in common with this. And we talk about it a lot. Um, but, uh, I basically had, I hope I don't disgust anybody too much, but I had a needle in my arm ready to basically kill myself. I'd I'd been homeless, I think, for about two months, just scraping my heels across Hollywood, going from one bender to the next. Uh, I had managed to save up enough for a tiny little hotel room down there at the 777 near La Brea and Hollywood. And it was just this tiny room with a bed and a TV. And 
I was literally trying to do myself in like, you know, I, I, I I lost all of my music equipment. I think I had a couple of, couple of outfits to wear, but I was a dirty, slimy drug addict junkie. Uh, and I didn't how old were you at this time? Uh, 33, 32, 33, 33. Yeah. So, uh, anyway, I basically had a needle in my arm and the phone rang and I had, I hadn't talked to my parents, my family for five years. I just shut them out. But, um, uh, I got a call from my father's area code and I thought that was strange. So I literally stopped, uh, you know, stopped what I was doing. I answered the phone and my dad's neighbor said, uh, Hey, this is your dad's neighbor, Lance, and uh, your father's having a heart attack. Do you want to talk to him? And I was Holy like, Holy shit. I was like, Wait, what? And I kind of had this tunnel vision. Like, the best way I can describe it, I've done this a few times, is like, it's like you're kind of underwater in some, like, a murky water. Like, when you're high for that long, I mean, I'm talking 14, 15 years of just straight getting high. I don't think I stopped at all, ever. Um, and I'm talking shooting up six times a day. I was, that was the worst junkie you could find. Um, uh, the only people that were worse than me are the people that kept going. And I think I've lost about five or six of the, the friends and people that I used to hang out and do that with are all dead. So I'm super fortunate to have gotten out of that. But, um, but like, it's like you're swimming through this murky water. And then like, I had this tunnel vision of clarity. There was like this much of the world that I could see clearly. And that, that was enough to say, take this little, guitar that you've got here, run to the pawn shop, sell it, go to the, uh, the airport and get on a plane. And I think within about two hours, he was up in Tahoe, Tahoe uh, medical center up there. Uh, and by the time I got to the airport, they were flying him by helicopter to, uh, Reno because they had treated his uh, heart attack, but then he was started to have a stroke and his head was swelling and they, they didn't have a specialist there to take care of it. So they had to fly him once again, one operation down then they flew him over to, uh, to Reno. And I just, I started praying that very second that like, you know, I, I had lost, I had, I had lost the connection that you should have with a father long before he'd kicked me out. We had a horrible relationship. I hated him. I felt like he hated me. Um, so there was this race to like save him. Uh, and, uh, that was it. That was the last moment I did drugs. I got up there I sat by his side for a good two weeks, uh, holding his hand, hoping that the, uh, you know, that his, he'd, he'd grab back, but he was completely out. Like, I think kind of in a coma for, for quite some time. Um, but his neighbor was there at the, at the, uh, hospital to, to meet me. He gave me, he brought me back to my dad's place. Um, I got the keys to his van and I had his Doberman with me and we just started kicking. I just started kicking dope at my dad's place, you know, getting sick and, throwing up and chatting myself, <laughs> cleaning myself wow. up, going to the hospital, sitting by his side for weeks, just praying and praying and praying, saying, God, if you just please save my father and give me a relationship, some kind of relationship with him, um, I won't ever look back and do those crazy, stupid things. Again, I will go for my dreams. I'll get everything you put me on this planet to do. And uh, lo and behold, my father came back to me and I, I had you know 15 wonderful years with him you know, since then. Wow. Yeah. What a story, man. Oh my God. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Sam, you're probably <laughs> real glad, real glad from hearing that story that you're sober. It's crazy. I mean, I've heard his story quite a few times, especially coming back from Arizona. He was on like a zoom thing where he was kind of like the, the guest of uh, this a kind of thing. Right? right. And, 
and hearing the intensity of all of it is really, it's heavy stuff, man. But very, very happy that he's here. Yeah, for sure. I mean, uh, a lot of people uh, don't make it out of that. Uh, you know, so seriously, props to you, man. Congratulations on that. That's quite the story. Yeah, appreciate it. It's all about up there, you know. Uh, so, uh, you know, I, I really, I never asked this question. I seriously, you guys are the, the first band that I've ever asked this question to, because I, I hate this question with a passion, but I was, I was reading an article, uh, Patrick, you had done an interview and that they were asking you about crazy tour stories. And, uh, I, I, I hate asking about crazy tour stories, but you brought up some insane examples, but there was one thing in particular, two things in particular that I was very curious about one of them. Uh, one of them was, uh, there was an explosion or something that, uh, stopped the show with 20,000 fans. Uh, I was curious what that was, or if that was just like a generic example. Um, actually three things come to mind. Not okay. First off the, the tour bus blowing up doesn't count cause that's not a show. Oh my yeah. God. I don't, I don't think you saw, there was, there was one crazy thing that happened back when I was doing something with chips enough, but I think the one that you're talking about is, uh, was I roadieing? Is that, is it this, is it this question? I, I honestly don't know. It was, it was just, uh, I think the question was something about between motorhead and, and the, the other bands you've been in, what are some crazy things that you've had? you talked about the, uh, contest with, with, uh, you know, girls, uh, you know, how far they can hurl shit out of their, out of their, uh, areas and, uh, you know, chicks, <laughs> chicks covered and, and, and shit and all that stuff getting kicked off the bus. <laughs> yeah, shit. So no. I was really, I was like, my God, that's, I got that's it. That. Yeah. If you ever, if you talk to Mickey D just go, what is squish? <laughs> that's a conversation. That's a conversation started right there. No, oh, but the, uh, the more wholesome one and probably the scariest one of all, I know exactly what you're talking about. And I knew exactly what you're talking about. Um, so, um, PRS guitars. Sam, can you explain their tuning, how they, they'd string up TRS guitars? Well. The back, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah, string through the body. Right. Yeah, well, so instead of certain guitars have, like, bridges on them at the you know bottom where you right. put the strings through, and I guess these particular guitars had them string through the body, so it goes through the back. Oh, okay. So here's the thing, is that, like like I said, I was more like, uh, kind of like the, I was, I was more like the, the pet, <laughs> I was like the tour pet, <laughs> but like they assigned, you know, I was the, I was the roadie. Yes. I would tune the guitars and everything was fine. But, um, so Phil got like this endorsement from PRS guitars. Like, so this big batch of new guitars comes in. Right. And I'm not the techie guy keeping up with all my stuff, which Sam would have been great at. But, um, so anyways, uh, I'm handed a, a boat of guitars and, um, I'm supposed to have them ready for the show and I'm doing everything that the motorhead crew does all day long. You know what I mean? It's like, uh, we won't get into that. It's pretty, pretty, it's kind of a known thing what we're all up to. But anyways, I didn't do my studying. I didn't do my homework. And I was just like, why aren't these guitar strings staying tight? If you look on the back of the headstock, there's like a, there's a hole and there's like a little screw on these things, right? Oh, locking tuners. The locking tuners, right? So you slip the string through, you tighten this thing, and then you only have to turn the tuning peg like half a turn until it's right around in the range where it gets tuned. Well, 
I just don't know that that's back there. And I don't understand this concept. So I keep trying to wrap the string around and there's only about this much of the tuning peg on that side of the guitar. So the strings keep slipping off the damn thing. Right. And I just don't know what to do. So I start getting it to where it's like in tune and then you put it down and it just goes out of tune. The strings are loose. I didn't get it. And, and I asked Phil before, I said, can you not use these guitars tonight? <laughs> like, I don't know what's wrong with them, but he's like, no, you know, and they go on and it comes time to hand him that freaking guitar. And I mean, I think I'd spent the first half of the show. I remember there was this one guy trying to grab his tuners, right? For some reason, there was no barricade at this particular show. And I'll play, the house is full. And I remember this guy looking up at me and he just looked all crazy. And I'm like, and, you know, I did everything short of kicking this guy in the face. You know what I mean? So I'm making enemies. I mean, that was kind of my job. I was like, I watched after Phil. I kind of kept everybody at bay. I did everything to keep the show going. And sometimes that included making enemies out of some of the people in the front row. But um, <laughs> I handed him that guitar, man. And as loud as Motorhead is, he went out right there and he ran out confident. And he strummed that guitar. The freaking strings flew off the guitar. <laughs> this huge freaking noise of all the the, the PA and everything just went <laughs> the whole fucking house sounded like the roof was coming off and like everybody screamed and everybody's plugging their ears and there's this horrible freaking noise they finally just like shut the whole system down they get the mic back up and Lemmy just says I'd like to fucking introduce you to our fucking guitar tech, Mr. Patrick Stone. <laughs> and I walk out on the freaking stage and everybody that hated me is throwing bottles at me. They're throwing whatever at me. Uh, and I just kind of did my walk of shame back to the bus. And that was probably the biggest time. The, the, that was the time it made the most sense that Lemmy said, you know, you should really be in front of this on stage instead of behind stage. So <laughs> oh, I listened. Oh my God. Yeah. Well, the the other one that I wanted to ask about because you went into zero detail in the article I was reading, and I it really piqued my interest was the uh, the crazy glue story. Oh, we're not talking about that. <laughs> oh man, is it really that bad? It is. You know what? And I thought it was kind of funny, and Todd and I got a kick out of it. Um, it's just uh, not. We were sitting that. with the Zappa. <laughs> We were sitting with the Zappa family and he just, it's just funny how one person can turn to you and go, that's really fucked up, dude. And I went, yeah, I don't think I should, but let's just say it had to do with like, it was, it was revenge, you know, not that the girl didn't deserve it, but oh no, <laughs> it just, um, yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Holy shit. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Well, uh, but, but uh, before we uh, wrap it up here, uh, what is uh, outside of the uh, album coming out uh, next month? What's next for Butterside? Uh, you know, during COVID, past COVID, hopefully we're on the home stretch of this thing. Yeah, I hope so. Right? Very much hope so. Yeah. What's the plan, Sam? I think just a lot more writing and recording new stuff yeah. and promoting this stuff, promoting the spiritual violence stuff that, yeah. you know, comes out in. A little over a month, March 26th, and just more writing, recording, working. You guys got any yeah. tours on the books? I mean, COVID pending, of course. Yeah, we do. We have quite a few. We got a in so, theory. Yeah, no. Um, we've yeah, we've got Rocklahoma. Uh, we still have that. So the whole tour will ensue around that. Uh, Europe has been biting at our heels, but nobody can set uh, something in stone. Japan until, also, right? Yeah, Japan also. So we've we've 
literally got lots of stuff lined up and we'll have more too. Um, like, uh, again, yeah, spiritual violence. We're all about this record right now, but, um, you know, since we are in quarantine, we're looking for every possible way to stay busy. So, um, every song, every epic hit song needs a video. So we're, we've got our, we've got our work cut out for us for the next, you know, little while. For yeah. Sure. Each video takes about, um, I would say the whole process takes about two months, like a month in planning, you shoot the thing and then another month of editing. So two, four, six, eight, we have at least eight months of creating incredible video material. Um, to, to get done because we set out to record uh, some hit songs with a producer named Matt Good. Uh, he's just phenomenal. Uh, he twisted and turned us into something that we could never have foreseen. And we are so excited. It's just like, it's just so powerful. Spiritual violence is badass. Jay Baumgartner is a God in his own right, but it's like, you know, I, I love that you can work with different people and find out what, what happens. Like we, we had no idea what to expect going in with this guy. And we went in with, practically zero written and we really got to see what we're made of as a band together what we came up with as a whole and we pushed ourselves to uh, just like the excruciating limits to the point where we we were like in, in insane walking out of the place just like not sure if we got anything knowing that we gave everything we had left i left my throat on the floor his yeah. fingers fell off you know everybody fell apart giving 120,000 um, percent above what we thought we were capable of and what came back to us was just it's to us it's just it's it's really exciting man so we're, we can't wait to make some videos and we've set the bar super high for ourselves with the videos and we love we want to just create like basic mini movies you know out of everything and and just really make the, the the song experience and the lyric experience as relatable to people as possible so the visual has to be right there with it and and especially with the lockdown and everything else the only way you're really going to reach people is by having captivating songs and videos i think so we're we're honing in on that as much as we can until they give us the green light to tour and then then everything's off <laughs> then we're just let's go we want to yeah. tour non-stop hopefully we'll get as much music out as we possibly can before they let us go tour again so that we can just play two hour sets until they're you know until we die yeah well, make sure you uh, check out Spiritual Violence when it comes out on March 26th. Uh, Patrick and Sam, thank you guys so much for coming on. I appreciate it. Thanks, Logan. You're the best. And uh, we will be right back on The Crash Report. Hang on. Be sure to like and subscribe to the show to keep these guys from having to get real jobs. Back now to the motherfucking Crash Report. <laughs> All right, we're back here on the crash report. Uh, Trent, I would assume that uh, back in the day you were probably a big Jackass fan. Oh yeah, I love Jackass. And uh, man, I mean, even they uh, when that I mean that was so huge when it came out. And uh, I mean, they those guys were even in like the uh, like the Tony Hawk games, uh-huh. and it became like a huge thing of just pop culture. Oh, yeah, man. I love Jackass so much. Me and one of my best friends went down to see Ryan Dunn's grave. Where's that at? Is that a bra- it's probably around like Bruns- Brunswick area in Ohio? Somewhere. Oh, it's it here? With- yeah, he's from Ohio. I did not know that. Yeah, I can't remember the exact name. It starts with a B, but yeah, he's up here in Northeast Ohio. I really did not know. I don't- how did that guy die? You don't, you don't, you don't remember how Ryan Dunn died? Ryan was that Dunn the, died? Was that the car wreck? Yeah. 
Oh, that was that guy? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know. I didn't realize he was from here. Yeah, he was from Ohio. I had no idea. Oh, now you know. Because I knew, uh, <laughs> you know, like Bam Margera. Uh, he's from Pennsylvania. I think a lot of those guys were from PA. Yeah, or at least Bam was. I don't know about the rest of them. I don't think the rest of them were. I think it was just Bam. Well, Bam, and then, you know, of course, when they first started, like CKY was uh, real, like, tied in with them. Because right. Bam's brother. Yep. Um, I would love to have Darren back on the show to ask him about <laughs> Bam with this all this crazy shit going on. Yeah, I can't believe what, what Bam's going through right now with all that shit. Well, you know, before we get into what's going on now, you know, back in, uh, what was it, 2016 or something? Twenty? I don't know. No, maybe, probably not that long ago. He was on Dr. Phil. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> a lot of people thought it was just like all fake, I think. No, no that guy's a mess. You can look at that guy. And he, I, I was, this video I'm going to play here in a minute um, that he pulled off of Instagram. I mean, dude, as I was watching it, I could smell the fucking <laughs> alcohol, dude. I could smell the booze. So by the time I heard about it, I thought the video was removed. It was removed. Okay. So, okay. So I do I'm have sure. it, but it was removed. Man, I swear to God that he's like a roller coaster. Like he's at a good spot sometimes and all of a sudden just boom, crash and burn. And then he rises back up and then boom, same shit over and over again. Well, you know, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's a, it's a whole weird thing. I, I don't want to say from who, but I did hear a story that uh, this isn't really about Bam. It's more so about his brother who's in uh, CKY. Uh-huh. I don't know how true this is, but I heard his brother Jess was living in Bam's driveway in a tour <laughs> bus. Do you, I mean, does CKY just not, did not make that much money <laughs> or uh, what? Well, probably not now that Darren's not in the band, of course. Uh, Who gives a I mean, shit? Oh, yeah, yeah, you're right. And I'm not just saying that. I mean, if you've heard the Darren interview, it's no secret I work with Darren. But, uh, I mean, uh, why would you, it's like, uh, why would you want to go see a band that doesn't have the original singer and the guy that wrote all the fucking songs and played <laughs> the guitar on those songs? Why would you want to watch other guys in the band who gives a fuck i mean i saw him at warp tour at least like i was there i i, I was there i was hanging out with jess and chad uh oh. backstage right before they went on oh wow holy shit um <laughs> i never knew that how did i not know that <laughs> yeah i was there i was uh warp tour 2017 yeah 2017 yeah I think it was. well the night before we went to the uh it was actually my my baby mom we went to the uh, APMAs the night before, the All Press Music Awards, mm -hmm. and then we went to Warp Tour. Caitlin's over here like, what the fuck are these guys? I don't know any of this shit. <laughs> yeah, because I was at the APMAs also. We've oh, were you? Yeah, we've talked about that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah I, I was like, I was, just on, I was on one of the seats on the floor that was right at the end of the line, so I got to high-five everybody that won, come, that oh, came down. Yeah. Wow, how cool. That was super cool at the time, high five man. What are you, fucking five? Yeah, hey man, I got a fucking high five. So I get the Ryan. high five, Andy Beersack. Holy shit. <laughs> I mean, oh my I God. wish Andy Beersack didn't come down that way, unfortunately. Trent gets so <laughs> offended when we when we uh, make jokes about the kids stuff. But I mean, my God, that's what, uh, if I took Asher to go see uh, Blippy live, he would be like, oh, I get the high five Blippy. But you're fucking in your 20s. Who all, let's hear the list. Who all did you high five? Uh, pretty reckless. Taylor Momsen. Yeah, her. Ooh, all right. I, I, and I think I brought wasn't on the podcast. I brought it up like her band is like more like a fucking like bodyguards because they just were just like dead, just straight faced. They just they all just kind of stared at me and just walked through. It's like okay, well, sorry, Caitlin. You know the pretty reckless Taylor Momsen. Mm -hmm. She was actually the uh, she was Cindy Lou Who in the Grinch. Oh, okay, and then, with Jim uh, Carrey. My my biggest one was uh, the bassist from Corn. Fieldy or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. You know, we were, we were backstage um, and all the guys from corn were there. 
And I was like, why would I fucking talk to these guys? Fuck that band. Really? And I went and talked to Corey Taylor instead. And then <laughs> I uh, I saw Corn later that summer. Yeah. And, dude, I was blown away. Oh, dude. I fucking like- blown away. Oh, yeah. Corn still kills it live, dude. They're one of my favorite bands, honestly. Oh, dude. They come, they, they did. The APMAs were a good time, but they lost a bunch of money that year. Because remember, it was supposed to be at the, uh, the arena in Cleveland. Right. But then they moved it to the fucking theater. Right, exactly. Because it was a tanker. Yeah, is that why it just never got brought back? It was just such a tanker. Yeah, they lost, to... they lost too much money on oh, it. Oh, for fuck's sake. And it wasn't Corn supposed to play that night, too, but they just, for whatever reason, just didn't? That, I don't know. But I'll, I'll tell you what uh, What was cool was seeing uh, Guar. Um, <laughs> that was, yeah, I saw Guar at the at Warped Tour also. That was awesome to see. I didn't, I've never seen Guar play, but I saw them, like, uh, just, it, it was weird to see Guar in costume, not on stage. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? It was really fucking weird. Yeah. <laughs> because at the theater, when you're walking backstage, um, you're on stage right, and behind, like, the stage, I could see Guar, like, getting set up. Or Did, did Guar play, or they come out or something? Um, I, don't, I don't know if they even came out. I don't. Uh, well, they were there, and they were in costume, and I was like, God damn, this looks like a fucking movie set or something, you my, know? My graduation was actually on that stage also, so I know exactly how the layout Oh, was. wow, listen to this. Trent shared the stage with Guar and Corey Taylor and <laughs> yeah. Corn. Wow, a little rock star over here. Yeah, feels good, man. I'm maybe you should say that on your, uh, on your YouTube channel, and people would be like, would take you more seriously. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> should have told fucking, uh, what was that guy's name? Giles in Ontario. You should have told that guy. Maybe he wouldn't have called into the show and, and uh, gave you a bunch of grief if he realized you graduated on the same stage that famous people have been on. Man, fuck that guy. I don't want to talk about him no more. <laughs> Whatever. Don't get offended. He was telling the truth. <laughs> oh, bullshit. Uh, anyways, so uh, you know what, Trent? Just because just I love you, you can go check, check out uh, Trent's YouTube channel, Coral Gaming. K-O-R-L Gaming. Oh, thanks, man. Appreciate Not that little it. kid because why? <laughs> Wait, what? Not that little kid's channel that's also called Coral Gaming because why? Because. Uh, what do you always say every week? Fuck that little oh, kid. Oh, fuck, yeah. Fuck that little kid. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, it's like, I don't even just, I don't think about it. It just comes out of my mouth. So I'm thinking like, wait, what do I say every week? <laughs> uh, anyway, so yeah, Bam Margera is having a rough week. He uh, put this uh, video on his Instagram story. He removed it now, but he was telling people to boycott the new Jackass movie. Well, yeah, uh, I don't think that's going to work, Bam. I still think people are going to go see it regardless. Yeah, well, he claims that uh, he was fired from the movie. And uh, I guess that uh, I think uh, Paramount, who who was doing the movie, I guess they were giving him, like, sobriety tests every uh, two, two was it two hours or something? Yeah. That's a little excessive, isn't it? Every two hours? Oh, wow. I mean, look at the guy. He's a fucking raging alcoholic. I mean, it's jackass, though. Like, give yeah, a dude... I- <laughs> Oh my god! Yeah, but it's 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 uh, like it's, I, I it's filmed. It's not. Uh, I, I don't think those guys. Not anymore. At least they don't <laughs> actually act like that in real life anymore. Well, not anymore. But still, it's like it. Paramount realized it's jackass. Like you don't. You can't. Like, or at least I wouldn't be doing any of that shit. It's just like I'm just letting them do what they do. Like fuck it. I don't care if they're drunk on coke. Whatever. Yes, but it is. you know, like, listen. I, I mean, look. Like, Steve O, uh, Johnny Knoxville, all those guys are sober, mm-hmm. and you know the rule. If you're sober, you can't hang around people that are getting fucked up every five minutes. I mean, I think Steve O's at least been sober for so long. I don't think it would make much of an impact on uh, him. Trent, are you are you, have you ever been an addict? I mean, no, how would you know? Not. I mean, how would you know? 
I'm just saying. I mean, look, some of these guys. I mean, there used to be rules back in the day. I think it was Aerosmith was saying that uh, it was Guns and Roses or something. They were uh, they were on tour together, and they're like, if "You guys aren't coming anywhere fucking near us because we're sober." Fuck you guys. <laughs> you know what I mean? Seriously, I, people take that shit seriously. I mean, I get it. It just I feel like it gets to a point. It's like it's been so long. It's like you just adapt, and you finally will be okay with it. You know? Maybe if it was just uh, like. Two people, one was sober, one was not. But, I mean, all those guys uh, probably for the most part are sober now. And you get all those people being around one guy who can't keep it together. Did any of them really have a problem other than Steve-O? I, I don't think Steve-O really had a, that much of a problem with it. What? <laughs> I don't think so. Steve-O had, like, the biggest problem. Like, he was addicted to everything. Oh, I thought you meant with Bam. I'm, oh. I'm sorry. I th- oh, you're talking about who was the most fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, I misunderstood you. Uh, I, I mean, I would think so. I mean, I don't think the average 20-something would be willing to do half of those things if they weren't <laughs> fucked up. I mean, Trent, would you uh, not, I shouldn't even ask you, you wouldn't even do the dildo and the glory hole challenge a few weeks ago. But, <laughs> I mean, seriously, would you stick your dong into a fucking tank with an anaconda in there? Uh, no. <laughs> right. But if you were fucked up, you'd probably be a little more willing. I mean, you, this is a guy who won't even do the one chip challenge, which will fuck him up for like 20 minutes. <laughs> and he's over here bitching. Oh, I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that. I mean, what, that was Chris Pontius did that one, right? The dong thing? Yeah. I, dude, I don't know. But but that was his thing. He was the guy that always did the dick stuff. That was, that was his thing. <laughs> but, dude, most people don't do that kind of shit sober. <laughs> but, but they're not like most it's people. Like when I, I used to live with Cody the alcoholic. Uh. And he, uh, I mean, the one time he decided he was going to jump off the, he climbed up onto our, uh, the railing on our front porch and just dove off into the fucking bushes. And it's because he was fucked up. You know what I mean? He <laughs> Was he thinking about jackass when he was doing it? I, I don't know. I, I mean, it is Cody the alcoholic, so you do got to take that into account. True. Because Cody is, is Cody. And Caitlin knows Cody the alcoholic. I'm yeah. so sorry. I'll tell you, it's it's, it's kind of weird because we got like, uh, now that Caitlin's going to be on the show, back when I was on the radio uh, as a country DJ, her boyfriend, my cousin, used to call in, and he was G-Man the Alcoholic. <laughs> really? So now we have G-Man the Alcoholic and Cody the Alcoholic. Wow. But I don't think G-Man the Alcoholic would, would want to come on the show, personally. No you, no, you don't think so? No, no. Not after... He never seen the Glory Hole Challenge. I showed him the video today. <laughs> after he saw that dildo being shoved in Cody's face, he's probably like... Why did I? Why am I here? Why is my girlfriend doing this? What the fuck Literally, is wrong with these people? The way he looked at me. They're gonna get home tonight, and he's gonna be like, "Caitlin, you got five minutes to pack your shit and get the fuck out of my house." <laughs> Whoops, sorry, Caitlin. Uh, anyways, so yeah, Bam uh, posted this this video, and uh, you know, I normally try not to play videos that are this long, but uh, I'm telling you, this this is just, uh, I mean, it's it's insane. Um, it was kind of depressing. I mean, because you remember back in the days of, uh, of, uh, like Viva La Bam and all that stuff. I mean, yeah, he was a cool fucking dude. Oh, and dude, it's so crazy to see like, him look more and more like Phil as the years go on. Well, I see a lot of people saying he looks older than Phil, which is his, his uh, his, his dad. I haven't seen a picture of Phil in a while, so I, that might be true. I, Caitlin, did you ever get into that jackass or, or Viva La Bam or? I've seen it like when I was younger. My 
cousins were into it. She's a little never more. Really. She's a little too mature for that. <laughs> I don't I even know. know why she's on this show. She's probably a little too mature to be on this show. Yeah, we are far from mature here. Oh <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, Trent spent the whole fucking first thirty minutes talking about my fucking dick. Hey, it's, it's your dick. You should be like, yeah, this dude loves my dick. No. Oh, I mean, look. If you want to hit me up, you can hit me up on all social media at Mister CMFC. <laughs> yeah, if you, you want someone to crib cock, but uh, I doubt you do. Hey, maybe we'll find that we'll find that you know that fetish following that just love the crib cock from you, man. You're you know, I, 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 I will say this before, I'll, then I'll, I'll get to the band March <laughs> thing. But I used to work at, at uh, Bob Evans back in the day. Yeah, me too. And did you really? Mm-hmm. Oh, you know what? I, I think you were working there maybe when I really? when I met you. Possibly no, you were working at uh, Applebee's. I think. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I was a host there, <laughs> and uh, this girl came in one time. And she was a good looking girl. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't know if she was like trying to get somewhere. Because she was wearing like one of those, uh, Caitlin, you know, there's like a like, sundress things that girls wear. Mm-hmm. And uh, I mean, her tits were like hanging out of this fucking thing. That sounds great. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, oh fuck it. You it's tell. always nice to have a view at work, man. Oh, you could tell that. Man, if, I, if you could have banged that girl, that would have been a lot of fun. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, you could just tell by the way she acted. But she comes up to me and she had a kid with her. And she was like, what is wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> so, what is wrong with you, Logan? <laughs> so, I, so I told her, I was like, oh, you know, I have Arthur Gripe posts, blah, blah, blah. And uh, she's like, oh, she's like, but you're very handsome. Very <laughs> handsome. And she's, then she walked off into the sunset. And I was like, she God said, damn. She said in that like seductive voice also. Like, oh, fuck yeah. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah, she really did. She was, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. If I should have been like, you know what? I'm about to be off the clock. Yeah. Let me ride home with you. Let me catch a ride. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but uh, I'll tell you what. There was uh, there's there's been a couple of girls. Uh, there was another girl. I went to a bar one time, and she comes up to me, and she goes, she with like she pulls me aside. Right. Uh huh. I don't know this girl, and she gets into my ear and she goes, "Tell me your name and what what you have." <laughs> so I explained <laughs> it to her, and she's like, "I swear to God," she goes. Well, I can bend over any way you want me to. Oh, my. And I was like, well, dude, I was like, my car is right outside. And her fucking boyfriend walks out of the fucking bathroom. Oh, no. Man. And she's like, oh, baby, that's my boyfriend right there. And I was <laughs> like, what the fuck? And this guy, now, mind you, I, I, yes, I am crippled. But this fucking guy rolls out of the bathroom with basketball shorts and Ugg boots on. Those fucking boots that girls wear. What? And I'm like, oh, come on, just cheat on the guy. But this is a, this guy's cheap material. Jesus. Let's get in the back of my car and let's go. You know? I wish so, I wish like we could I wish there was like a video of that somewhere just to see I know. this guy. I <laughs> that know. sounds unbelievable. Although I was with uh I, I was with my uh, I was with my cousin, not not Caitlin's boyfriend, not G Man the alcoholic, it was another cousin. Okay. The cousin I brought up last week that that uh, railed my ex girlfriend. You remember that? <laughs> yeah, Caitlin, you know that story, right? Oh yeah. I recently found out about that. Oh story. yeah, she recently. <laughs> yeah, she knew. She knows about that. <laughs> uh, anyways, um, all right. Well, let, let me play this Bam Margera video. I mean, he's he's telling people to boycott the new Jackass movie. Claims he was fired from the film. And uh, he's making these suicidal comments. And then, of course, you'll hear it in a minute. But he starts begging. Well, how much money do you think Bam Margera has, Trent? Oh, I got a lot of money. I mean, my, uh, the dude still has to have millions, I would think. Oh, he's, yeah. I mean, I, is he still living in Castle Bam? I'm not sure. I assume he is. I'm like not 90% sure he is, but I'm not sure. Well, this fucking guy is begging for fans to Venmo him a dollar. Yeah. 
a dollar. Wow. I mean, it's like, dude, are you really that fucking desperate? And he's like, oh, just a buck, just a buck. And he's like, if you make it a hundred, you know, I'll give you something way ratter. Because <laughs> he's talking about how the Jackass movie is like a ten million dollar budget. Yeah, which isn't that big. That's no. not a lot of money for. I a mean, movie. for for a Jackass, how much? How much? How big of a budget do you really need? <laughs> well, and it's like that show in Practical Jokers. Have you seen that show? Yeah. Uh, I feel like sometimes the more low budget stuff is is funnier, and it's it's better than these. Oh yeah. High end, elaborate pranks they're trying to do. You know, sometimes cheap is the best way to go. Oh, I feel the same way. Absolutely. Um, all right. Well, let me uh, let me play this video here. If I'm drunk as hell or not anymore, Jackass has put me through fucking hell on fucking wheels for a year and a half, keeping me in Pennsylvania. I couldn't leave if I left or else. I had to breathe in the sobriety link at 3 o'clock every day, 6 o'clock, 8 o'clock. Then a random beep would go off. No matter where I was at, I had to fucking stop whatever I was doing and go to an urgent care to go piss. Then I had to wake up every day with a handful of antidepressant pills that I would have to show Paramount Pictures that I took them and swallowed them every single day. Steve-O has been sober as fuck since since 10 years. If he had a breath light, like he's going to go camping one day and not have any internet reception. He's going to sleep through one or two. He's got like people. They set me up with such a fucking hard mission that and then COVID happened for a year against anyone's knowledge. Like so now I just spend ninety thousand dollars in a rehab for 90 days at my expense. <clears throat> I had to go to 30 days in Florida for a rehab at my expense. I had to pay for therapists that they recommended at their expense, but I had to pay for it. I have, <clears throat> I wrote them so many ideas and if I'm not in the movie and they use my ideas, how do you think that that'll make me feel? The last thing I want to do is be in a courtroom with Jeff fucking Tremaine. I love him. What the fuck, man? I'm not in Jackass 4. If anybody cares about me, don't go see their movie because I will make mine way fucking ratter if you just Venmo me a dollar. <laughs> just a buck. If you send a hundred bucks, I'll remember your name and write it down and straggle it. You said more than that, and I'll do more, but 10 pounds and fucking <clears throat> jackass was everything to me. And now, now I'm so relieved to get Fuck you, Knoxville. Fuck you, Spike. Fuck you, Jeff. You fuckers never cared about me, man. <laughs> no, you fucking fuckers. Oh, my God. It's just, uh, my God. 
It's so uh, it's kind of depressing to see him like that. Man, I, I the way I'm thinking of it, I feel like everything flipped on him once Ryan Dunn died. I feel like that's kind of what set him down the bad path, and I don't think he ever handled it well. You just think he can't get over it? I think, like, d- deep in his mind, like, yeah, he still hasn't gotten over it. I mean, it's, it was his best friend, man. And probably being, like, on the set of Jackass brings up those memories, and he's thinking, like, oh, man, know, Dun- Dunn should be here, you know? Look at all the other guys, though. I mean, they've all got through it. I, but that was Bam's best friend, you know? Uh, it's just depressing to, to, and now he's on this huge like fuck jackass thing. He um, is he still on it? Like not just like just from that video. He's still on that. Kick? Oh, dude, every day. I'll, let me uh, let me go to his. Uh, I uh, took a couple screenshots. He's got all these t-shirts. Uh, he's got a t-shirt that, of course, is using the CKY logo that says "fuck you, jackass four. He's got uh, some image of a pair of flip flops that say "jack flops four starring who cares. And then he's got a picture of the, um, it was like a, somebody drew it with a pen, the jackass logo. And then there's a gun to the head of the skull that says, fuck yourself. Of course, the CKY and fuck yourself is bold, so it could be CKY. Aren't these all fan made, though? It's not like him making these. And I don't know, he's posting them nonstop, though. Yeah, but I, I mean, he's on this whole kick of, of. Is he saying like, yeah, I, I agree with that shit, or is it just like, or he's like, ah, yeah, let's kind of laugh about it, like this year, no, this stuff dude, is I cool. Th- dude, there's another video. That uh, uh, it's it's way too long to play on here, but um, his wife is in it or whatever. What's I don't even know his fucking wife's name, but uh, I mean you could tell. Caitlin, did you watch that video, the one with his wife? No, I didn't. She's like, look, you could just tell in the look in her eyes that she was like, oh my god, like she's fucking over it. Mm-hmm. I mean, the dude's a fucking train wreck. I'm afraid. I'm afraid he's gonna go end up down the path of becoming a veto. <laughs> of what? V- you remember v- Don Vito? From what? Viva La Bam, his no, uncle. I, no, I never. I no, I, I didn't watch it that much. Oh, okay. Well, no, explain just, it to me. He he's uh he's Phil's brother, and he was just this big, always drunk son of a bitch. Like you don't. It's like it's so hard to explain. You have to know Don Vito. Like you have to just look him up. Man. Well, Trent, this is how I feel about everything we talk about. <laughs> you, that you, you don't know. You were literally asking like a second, like, oh, you know about like Viva La Bam, and so I was like, you don't remember Don Vito? Though? No, I didn't watch the show that oh. much. I know what it, I've seen it, but I, no, I I wasn't I, no. Like he, like he was, he like this dude was so fat and drunk all the time. Like you could never understand a word you, he he would ever say. Well, and also when I was a kid growing up, Jackass was like a huge no-no in my house. Yeah, <laughs> so I could only watch it at my uh, hillbilly family's down south because oh, it was a free-for-all down there. I thought just down here, like nobody gave a fuck about that kind of. Oh, thing. my parents certainly did. No, <laughs> uh, no, I, I don't know, man. It's just uh, it is a bummer. I mean, I I don't think anybody would be surprised if uh, you know next week on the show we're talking about Bam Margera dead. Ah, uh, don't say that, man. No, I don't think I'm not. I'm, I'm not saying I hope it happens. I'm just saying I don't think anybody would be surprised if that happens. I mean, I'd be surprised that it really went that far. Oh, please, you, you would be after hearing that video and the whole Doctor Phil thing from a few. I mean, the guy's a mess. Doesn't he have a kid? I, people kill themselves with you know the Still. Fir- dude. The, seriously, the first uh, the first job I ever had, I worked at a doctor's office, and I was like a. Uh, she would give me the doctor would give me people's like medical records, mm-hmm. and I would like type them into a computer. Yeah, it's a fucking worst job ever. But she had maybe I want to say about five kids. It was somewhere between four and six kids, and it was her and her husband owned the whole thing. And a few years ago, she fucking went into the office that I worked at and fucking blew her brains out. Damn. Yeah. Wow. 
And that's with four or five kids. So I don't think having a kid has anything to do with it. I I just don't see him actually ever going through with that in my mind. I don't know. I mean, I don't. Do you think anybody thought Chester Bennington or Chris Cornell were going to kill themselves? Conspiracy theories on that one. Oh, don't <laughs> even get me fucking started on that. <laughs> my God. Do you not like conspiracies? No. Courtney Love no? did no, it, man. I Courtney, I will tell you that much. <laughs> Courtney Love fucking killed Kurt Cobain. So, yes. <laughs> I don't know, Caitlin. Are you a conspiracy theory girl? Uh, I like listening to him. I don't believe everything I hear, but like I like to listen to him. Well, I'll tell you what. Uh, we're going to take a break. We're going to get to the interview with voice actress, voice actress Tiffany Page. And uh, when we come back, we'll wrap up the show and we'll get to know Caitlin. And we will hear about some of these conspiracy theories that she <laughs> likes to hear. Does that sound like a plan? Sounds great. Sure. Uh, you can uh, watch the full interview with Tiffany Page at our YouTube channel. Uh, and the full interview with Butterside and everything else from the show. And you can hit us up on all social media at Crash Report Show. And we will be right back. Hang on. Like and subscribe to the show so we can spam your notifications with new episodes, clips, and some BS you don't care about. We're back to the Crash Report. All right, we are back here on The Crash Report. Uh, you can listen to the show anywhere you get podcasts. You can head to our YouTube channel, The Crash Report, for clips, highlights from the show, full interviews, and more. And you can hit us up on all social media at Crash Report Show. Uh, right now, I am here with uh, the voice actress, uh, Tiffany Page. Tiffany, what's happening? Not much. How are you doing? Good. Uh, where are you at right now? Are you in, are you in L.A.? I am in L.A. Um, Glendale area, kind of. Glendale Burbank. Uh, you've been uh, staying busy with work uh, during the the pandemic and everything. It is pretty busy, yeah. I'm I'm lucky for that. I'm lucky I don't have to go anywhere. <laughs> yeah, I would yeah. imagine this uh, the, the whole COVID thing probably hasn't taken uh, too much of a of an effect on uh, being a voice actor, being able to uh, just. I mean, are you in, are you in a home studio right now? Right. Yeah. Yeah. So easy stuff. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah. So uh, I guess let's uh, get right into it. Uh, how long have you? Uh, how long have you been doing this? About three to four years now. Um, yeah, about three four years. <laughs> What's uh, what were you doing prior to this? I was doing bookkeeping before. Oh wow, that's quite a change. What? Yeah. What made uh, you want to get into this? Well, I've always loved commercials, and um, I probably drove my mom nuts with repeating commercials as a kid and all that. Um, but I've always loved math and um, I just ended up getting into accounting and um, I was refreshing my accounting skills over at Glendale College and taking a lot of online classes. And one summer they were offering some adult classes for voice acting and I just decided to give it a go and check it out and I loved it. So from that point, I just started joining different Facebook groups um, that involved voice acting and started following people who were voice actors and, and just really started um, learning more about it. So, yeah. Um, that's, uh, that's crazy. That, I mean, that's such a dramatic uh, career change. Are you, you're doing the voice acting thing full time though now, right? Right. Yeah. But I still, I am looking for other work at the moment, but um, yeah, but I'm doing voice acting full time right now. Um, yeah. 
Uh, you know, I, I, I really, I, I admire the, the voice acting career so much. I mean, I, I, uh, it's a fantasy of mine to, to get into it at some point. I, I think it's, it's amazing the skill that it takes, uh, you know, if, especially like if you're doing like a, like an animated thing, like I know you've done, uh, I think you did the voice of, of Velma in a Lego mm-hmm. Scooby-Doo thing and, and, uh, you know, to have to convey, uh, you know, real life emotions into a, an animated character and, Things like that, you know, make it sound believable. It's just, uh, to me, that's just such a, an impressive talent to have. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. It's really a lot of fun to get into these characters. Yeah. When when you're doing something such as as Velma, I mean, what, what was it? That was like a, a Lego Scooby-Doo thing or something, right? It was, um, it's a fan-based project. And um, it's this gentleman who is actually in the United Kingdom. And he's taking, uh, he's in animation school right now, uh, but he does stop motion um, projects all the time. And we ended up connecting on Facebook. He asked me which character I wanted to do. He goes, you could do Daphne or Velma. I would love to have you do one of those. And so I picked Velma because I love her. And she always, because she's a smart one and she always figure things out. So I, uh, yeah, I liked her. When you're when you're doing a project like that, I mean, even though it's it's you know it sounds like it's an independent kind of thing, like a you know you said a, a fan made project, but it's got to be a, a weird uh, feeling, maybe kind of nerve wracking. I mean, doing such a a famous character that you know everybody knows, it's got to be like, man, I, I can't fuck this up. Like, I, I got to make sure I do a good job. Yeah, yeah, it is. It is a little hard for a second, but I think you just you just get into it and just have fun with it. And you don't think about that. And I think one of the main, one of the main um, quotes I hear a lot from, even from other voice actors is you don't compare yourself to others and you be yourself kind of thing. And so I'm bringing my own thing, I think to the character. So. Yeah. Well, I was going to ask, how do you uh, like where, where, when you were doing the voice for her, I mean, were you watching other uh, like versions of Scooby-Doo, like the cartoons and stuff to, to kind of, come up with a, uh, you know, a, a certain direction to go? Or were you just like, uh, I got to just do my own thing completely here? I, I just kind of went from what I remembered from watching it as a kid and as like a teenager and stuff. Um, yeah, just from what I remember her being and yeah. When you're, when you're doing something like that, uh, how do you have to approach uh, recording it? I mean, is the, is the animation already done? I've seen things before where like the, animation will already be done and then you have to I, I don't know match the like the amount of syllables that the the character is mouthing you have to match that or did they did you record the script and then they animated it based off of the script luckily i recorded the script and then they animated it yeah i haven't done um dubbing yet which i think is what you're talking about with yeah. going the mouth yeah <laughs> that's got to be insane especially those shows uh i don't know like uh, i don't know pokemon or something where they're there's like a, a U.S. version and then, uh, you know, a, like a, a, or a, a Japanese version and stuff and, and, you know, having to do all that for different countries, right. you know? Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, I was uh, I, I saw you had tweeted an article uh, recently about uh, these uh, AI voiceovers where they, uh, you know, they basically you type a script in into uh, like an online uh, thing or whatever and then it's, it sounds like there's like maybe like a bank of voices that you can kind of choose from uh, mm-hmm. to to voice your t- script uh, that uh, I, I don't know I was I was reading that I found it very interesting because 
it seems like everybody's trying to, uh, you know, they want to get rid of people. They don't have to pay people. Uh, right. But I feel like voice acting is such a, a per- it's such like a personal thing and you got to really put raw human emotion into it. Uh, yeah, you have to connect. It's really important to, yeah. Um, what to are your, to- what are your thoughts on that as, as a whole? Uh, I, I don't, I think it's okay somewhat um, for some things, but I, I think that people are needed. I don't think that, I, I don't think it can touch people. I mean, I don't think people are really going to hear I think it's going to go in one ear and out the other if it's AI. That's just my feeling. You know, I used to uh, I used to be on the uh, like a radio DJ at a country station, and and uh, we would just do the uh, local news. And then when the music was playing and there was a DJ talking, it was coming from a uh, a satellite feed. You know, it was like a syndication thing. And uh, you know, so there was I don't know how many stations, you know, 30, 40, 50 stations all over the country. Uh, in that same format that had the exact same programming at the exact same time, uh, you know, in an effort to, you know, kind of phase out the radio DJ and, and cut costs. And I feel like it's, it's a similar thing to this in the sense that, uh, like you said, you really need that, that personal, uh, that personal touch. And, and I think the, the listener needs that, that they need to feel some sort of uh, connection uh, to the, to the, whoever's doing the voice. I mean, I see, uh, you know, people online all the time uh, talking about voice actors and things, and I don't even know who some of these people are, but, you know, especially these big cartoons, like, uh, uh, what's the guy that does SpongeBob? Tom Kenny, I think. Yeah. Um, you know, he's like, uh, becomes part of, of people's lives at that point. Yeah, it's pretty cool. <laughs> you know, and it's, uh, yeah, I, I, uh, I'm not a big fan of trying to, it's just like, you know, at the fast food restaurants, and they're trying to, you know, phase out the workers and just have like fucking machines or whatever. Right. Yeah. Uh, so what are you, uh, what are you working on, uh, right now that you can uh, talk about? Right now, um, I just finished doing Spider-Man two. Um, I voiced a news reporter. I had done the first movie. Um, I guess it's some movie overseas that they're doing. Um, and I voiced the news reporter on the first one. And so they just had me, voice again the news reporter so that's all i'm really doing at the moment and a lot of auditioning (laughs) but it's a uh it's a it's a european uh spider-man thing or it's it's like middle east or something oh wow i see yeah yeah it's um i think it's bodo productions is who's putting this on so it's not marvel or whoever but um yeah somebody totally different doing their own little movie so. When you uh, when you do these auditions, I mean, how do you uh, how do you prepare for an audition and, and approach each one? Because I'm assuming each one, I mean, you kind of have to. Uh, I mean, you have to go a different direction depending on what it is you're doing. But uh, uh, how do you you know how do you get in get ready for that? Get prepared for that. I think you think of who your audience is, like um, you know the people that you're they're trying to sell the product to. If it's a luxury vehicle, you're going to approach it a little differently. You're not going to be as salesy because they're high end and they're not trying to do that. So um, I, I think a lot of it, more of the reads now are down to earth, natural, non-announcery. But um, I think it's just who your audience is, is who you're, who you're speaking to is how you approach it differently. You know, I know you were saying the, uh, the, like the Spider-Man thing is a middle Eastern thing. And the, the Lego Scooby-Doo is like a, a, a fan uh, project. 
how do you uh, how do you get into contact with these people that are making these uh, you know more independent kind of uh, I don't want to say off the grid, but I mean I guess they're kind of like that. How do you how do you find work like that? Because I, I feel like there's so many people out there that are like, oh, I, I really want to get into voice acting, whatever, and you know, but I feel like they're probably only going after uh, you know they're trying to find a huge you know the best of the best opportunities and. Well, it sounds like you're kind of leaving no stone unturned. Yeah, um, it's all social media, pretty much. Um, like I said, I joined every voice acting group that would let me in um, originally, and I just kept on joining and joining. And a lot of people post on on Facebook forums and a lot on Twitter and stuff like that. But um, yeah, both of those, the Spider-Man and the Scooby-Doo, uh, were both on Facebook but a lot of my oh, other jobs I got, I was doing um, a Bobby Rahal car commercial, and that was off of Twitter that I found that that job. So, wow, was, that's, yeah, social cool. media really is a powerful thing, isn't it? It really is. <laughs> you have a did I, I? I thought I saw on your Twitter you have like an agent now or something, don't you? Yeah, yeah, I just got an agent a couple months ago. Crown North Talent. Yeah, it's probably uh, taking a lot of weight off of off of your shoulders having to to dig through the internet finding uh, opportunities. It really is. And it's a lot, a lot better opportunity. Um, one, a few of the commercials I auditioned for were in the Super Bowl, and I thought that was pretty cool. <laughs> oh, wow. That, yeah, that's, yeah. that's great. That's, that's yeah, huge. My mom was like, oh, I'm sorry. And I was like, no, you don't understand. It's okay. I go, that's just cool that I had the chance. <laughs> I'm like, that's what I, you know, it's, it's pretty cool that, yeah, it's nice to have that connection now. Yeah, well, and maybe, uh, maybe next year we'll hear your voice during the Super Bowl. I hope so. That's that's one of my goals. <laughs> uh, all right, uh, Tiffany. Well, where can uh, people find you uh, online? I'm on Twitter. I'm on Facebook and Instagram. Um, on Twitter and Instagram, I'm at Voice Actor Tiff, and at Facebook, I think I'm just Tiffany Joyelle Page. And then um, I'm also on LinkedIn under Tiffany uh, Joyelle Page as well. You know, I, uh, real quick before we wrap it up, I, I keep hearing a lot of people talk about LinkedIn and how it's, uh, kind of an overlooked, uh, you know, platform. I don't know I'm sure you've seen that guy, uh, Gary V or whatever. Um, yeah, yes. he's always <laughs> talking about how, how underrated it, it, how underrated it is. And, uh, I don't personally know anybody that, uh, uses LinkedIn. I mean, has that, uh, has that brought you any opportunities or anything? It has, it, ha it has, um, I've, I think when I originally started, I connected with a woman who um, had a script that she was already bringing to um, animation studios and stuff. And so she already had characters. Um, she already had people assigned to the main characters, but we connected. And then she's like, well, any other voices, I'm going to call you kind of thing. So um, there have been different opportunities like that where I feel like um, maybe it may not happen right now, but it will be happening soon kind of thing. So Wow, yeah. that's that's great. Uh, all right, well, Tiffany, uh, thank you for coming on. I do appreciate it. Thank you so much. Oh, you know, I also do have a website, um, TiffanyJoyellePage.com, and that's where all my um, demos and all that stuff is at. All right, we'll go uh, check Tiffany out online, and we will be right back on the Crash Report. Hang on. Be sure to like and subscribe to the show to keep these guys from having to get real jobs. Back now to the motherfucking Crash Report.
All right. Back here on the uh, crash report. We're going to wrap the show up. But first, uh, we have to get to know our new co-host, Caitlin. Yeah. <laughs> we got to get to know you. We, you got to jump right into it. This will be the, okay. the first time that she's really talked during the show. Yeah. Yeah, we've had our little spurts throughout the show. But yeah. we really got like to get to know you. Trent is warming up. It took. It only took him three fucking months. Three months. Oh. Well, we, have, no, we haven't even been doing two, the show for three no, months. Two and a half months. It only took him two and a half months. <laughs> yeah, but uh, we got there though. <laughs> yes, we need Caitlin to warm up right yeah. now. Okay. So, I mean, what do I? Let's 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 hear about yourself first. Tell us a little bit about you. Okay. Um. That's a really hard one. Well, <laughs> like, I don't you, know where to, like, what do I say? What, well, you like, like conspiracy theories. Yeah, I like so this is, a lot. This, well, for, hang on. Uh, Caitlin, how old are you? 22. She's 22 years old. Mm-hmm. She likes conspiracy theories. She likes the word like a lot. Yes, she <laughs> yeah. lo- yeah, yes. likes the word like. <laughs> uh, she's uh, dating my cousin. And, and she's not that into porn. Apparently. Not that into porn. <laughs> no. no not like porno. Uh, did you know who Bam Margera was before today? No, I the only jackass person I know is Steve-O. You don't, not even Johnny Knoxville. I know the name, but I can't put it. Well, that's crazy to me because your boyfriend is obsessed with the Dukes of Hazard. I never watched that. What? What? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> are you um, anti Dukes of Hazard? No, not at all. I just, just never like had the opportunity. But Garrett is like obsessed with that. G oh, man, sorry, G man, the alcoholic. <laughs> I should say. I don't want him to yeah. come in here and beat my ass. I'll tell you what. He is, uh, it amazes me how strong that fucking guy is. He, I've seen him carry like a couch just all by himself. Oh, I'm like, dude, you need help? Oh, fuck it. Yeah. I got it, bro. I got it. I got it. Yeah. Just like how he was carrying the table just up. Well, to be fair, I'm crippled and I carry this table. It's pretty light, but. You carry this table? Yeah. I, yeah. The one time I did. Yeah. Oh, oh okay. I didn't feel how. Like, I was going to say that's oh, usually my light. job. I was surprised I was in here. Well, that's because you got to have some sort of contribution to the show because <laughs> God knows you don't, you don't provide any content. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm just here. You know, that, I'm just here wasting our time. Trent even <laughs> said he doesn't want to hear about the topics until we do the show because he wants his reaction to be real. Last time I checked, this is a podcast, not a reaction channel. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I want it to be genuine, I guess. <laughs> Um, yes, I guess, I guess the, uh, if you're listening, I guess you're not the audience. Trent is my audience, I suppose. (laughs) Hey, I'm the live audience here, man. Anyways. So yes, Caitlin does not like, uh, porno. She does not know who Bam Margera is. She's 22 years old. I'm starting to question why she's here. (laughs) Yes. Let's, uh, let's hear about these conspiracy theories. Okay. Um, so like we were talking about cancel culture earlier, there's this YouTuber, his name is Shane Dawson. He does like conspiracy. Oh, free plug! Wow, yeah, I know Thank Shane you. Dawson. Well, I mean, he's big. Right. It's no, not like yeah. a. Is he big anymore though? I, no, I, he was can't like I yeah, haven't. I haven't even seen a post in yeah, months. Yeah, that was that was a true cancel culture moment yeah, with him. <laughs> what happened? He said that he fucks his cat and <laughs> he like. Well, this was a long time ago. Like people dug this uh, out and like. So and then he said that he was looking at some. I think there were ch- like models, like kids, mm-hmm. and he was calling them sexy and. Oh my god! Yeah, well, yeah. hang on. Before yeah. we so get too like, deep, Trent, who was that guy you told me that got canceled for uh, something about a baby? Um, was it like, like oh, oh, it was uh, one of the creators of uh, Rick and Morty. Oh, uh, what, what was he doing? What happened? There's a old, uh, there's old footage of him like uh, recording some 
uh, show idea, and part of it was him fucking a baby doll. <laughs> oh, a like baby a doll? doll. I yeah. Thought was, I thought, I, this whole time, I thought it was a real baby. Yeah, for whatever reason, they thought it was a great idea to make this show, and this dude's just so crazy that he's, like, fucking a baby doll, and it's like, it, yeah, like it was weird. I heard about that. Yeah, cancel culture tried to come after them twice for that, and yeah, of course they failed. So, well, you know, now there's this whole thing. Well, I hang on, I'm sure Caitlin was going to say this, but this whole thing of uh, cancel culture it's it's this whole uh, right wing conspiracy that it's um, it's they're just trying to mask it, and 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 mm-hmm. the, the basically that it's not cancel culture; it's accountability for your actions. Yeah. Yeah, but he hasn't, like, he's, like, pretty much, like, actually canceled. Like, he doesn't make video, as far as I know. I, like, still subscribe to him, but I don't see him post anything. But, so he makes, like, these, like, really, like, puts a lot of production into these conspiracy videos. But, like, what kind of conspiracy theories? Like, uh, like um, they did, for, the, he, oh, sorry. No, go ahead. Wow, way to just cut her off. <laughs> no. Wow, it's like this is my time to shine. <laughs> yes, good job. That's like, he did uh, the Chuck E. Cheese. Yeah, there, right. Yep, and yeah. then he tested because I don't know if you heard about that. No. How Chuck E. Cheese like reuses their pizza slices from like leftover, like <laughs> like because like, the pizzas are not like cut like they're all different sizes. They yeah, don't look like they're from they, the same. Yeah, pizza. every piece like it never matches up to look like an actual pizza that was just made. Wow, I've never heard this. I'm sure Trent's eating this shit up. He probably loves Chuck E. Cheese. You know, Trent actually, <laughs> oh yeah, I just Trent actually, he one. works at an adult Chuck E. Cheese, like a Dave and Buster's type place. Yeah, really? Yep. What's it called? Is I, it I, Dave I, and Buster's? Or? No, it's I not. Dave. It, no, we no we no. It, it doesn't matter what it's called. But. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> uh, That's the running joke. He just calls it adult Chuck E. Cheese because he can never remember the name. Well, I, I oh. even then I don't want to say the name because goddamn, right, he'd get yeah. fired from the, from the job so fast. Yeah, yeah it's probably That's not the great debating. promo. Right, somebody the call their manager, and be like, God, this guy's really obsessed with a crippled guy's penis. <laughs> this guy's a perv. And I just start working there again, so <laughs> it's like, well, we brought you back for a week. Get the fuck out. <laughs> you know, sometimes trying to question your. Your uh, what's the word? I question how dedicated you are to the show, but I, I got to tell you, I felt pretty good when you told him to give you Sundays and Mondays off. It made yeah, me feel so, good. Yeah, this shows you that I'm dedicated to this podcast, man. Yes. All right. Anyways, Caitlin, go ahead. I I can mute Trent's yeah. mic. Just, you know, <laughs> or here, you know, just. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, let's. I, uh, anyways, go on. Um. No, I actually like when you guys cut in because it's like not as awkward. <laughs> but um, yeah, so there's this one where it's like mattress firms. There's, is they're money laundering, mm. and there's he shows like how there's a there's a mattress firm on like four corners of the same intersection, and it's just is like this a all real kinds thing? of things. Yeah, r- like there's actually like an intersection. Each corner has a mattress firm. That is pretty weird. Oh, well, let me ask you this. But while we're while we're talking about mattress firm. You are familiar with the uh, Wayfair, the the furniture yeah. thing. Mm-hmm. Trent, you know what we're talking about? Uh, this was, uh, what, what was this, maybe a year ago or something? Yeah, it wasn't that long ago. Wayfair was selling, um, I don't know, they'd sell a fucking uh, a couch. Yeah. And it'd be like $20,000. And right. it would be called uh, the Caitlin couch or whatever. Yeah. Okay. Or they'd be selling a coffee table called the Trent table, but it'd be like, Fifty grand or whatever. I, I hope a table named after me is fifty grand. <laughs> yeah, right. That's more like a. If there was a table named after you, it'd be like a piece of shit that you fucking put your foot on in a break. That's garage sale type oh, shit. Five dollars. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Not even. That's like goodwill kind of shit. But uh, no. Anyways, there was all these all these pieces of furniture were way overpriced and had names of of actual like real like names. Okay. Yeah. And they were saying that they were uh, you know selling kids. 
What? Like sex trafficking. Yeah. Wow, so you were gonna buy really? the you were gonna buy the Trent table uh-huh. for twenty grand, yeah. and you'd get a box with a fucking kid in it named Trent. And I'll tell you shit. what, if you showed up at the box, that's going right in the fucking dumpster. I'll tell you that much. Fuck but. you, man. I saw a lot of those kids, like if you look up the names of those like people, they're actually missing. Yes, but I mean, come on. How many how many Logans or or Caitlins or Trents are missing in the world? True. I mean, okay. that, that's, that whole Wayfair thing was a load of bullshit. I'll tell you that much. It's an interesting theory, though. Yeah. It, it is. Inter- and, well, and some of it was incredibly overpriced. I mean, I don't even think uh, rich people would want to pay that kind of money for... And it's Wayfair. I mean, I don't think it's that high-quality furniture, is it? I have no idea. Have you uh, ever... Trent still lives at home. He wouldn't know. Do you have, you, have you actually gone into Wayfair? I've never been in one. Okay. Is a Wayfair, see. like, is that an actual building, or is it just a website? It's an, I, think, I don't know. I, I'm pretty sure they have actual buildings. Uh, I, I don't think. Know. Why wouldn't they have a... Brick and you know brick and mortar place. Why would it only be online? Well, look at Amazon. I mean, maybe they're the Amazon of furniture. <laughs> maybe. That's All right, Caitlin. Now, uh, what 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 other kind of conspiracies are you in? What 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 conspiracies do you believe? Uh probably definitely the mattress firm one. There's right. not very many, I believe. Like I saw the one because I didn't. I've always heard about the nine eleven conspiracy. Like that Bush and, was in on it. Uh. More like it was fake and there was bombs planted. Oh, okay. Because hmm. if you see, like, the videos, it's like the plane going through and coming out the other side, and the nose of the plane isn't, like, crashed. Oh. Well, maybe we should have a segment on this show. Yes. Caitlin can do con- conspiracy theories. Yes. <laughs> and we can get, uh, we can rally some people up to uh, get on the phone and yeah and destroy these conspiracy theories. I hate conspiracy yeah. theories. <laughs> I hate them. And I'll tell yeah, you what, the whole 9-11 thing. Um, and I don't want to get on this too long, but I'll tell you yeah. what, all you got to do is go back and listen to the Howard Stern show from nine 11. Okay. And I think that will put to bed any sort of conspiracies. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. No, I'm not saying I believe it. I was just like, I like, he just, you have to watch it. Oh wait. Oh, her, her uh, headphones fell out. She's an amateur Uh-oh. here. We got to take fucking amateur hour. <laughs> it took me three months. You got Trent over here. You can hear Trent fucking swallow every time he takes a drink. <laughs> Caitlin's over here saying fucking like every five minutes. I'll, I'll tell you what, we did We did that video when we had the uh, OnlyFans girl call in. Yeah. Which, for one, I can say this now because I guarantee she don't listen to the show. But <laughs> I had to spend so much time. Because I asked her to send me uh, appropriate pictures that I could put on youtube like while the phone call was going on right we can't be too risque right so i said send me some some youtube appropriate photos Mm -hmm. and even then some of them were questionable but (laughs) there's this (laughs) there's this one photo where she's like on all fours on her bed and she's got like a thong on and i had to spend like 15 to 20 minutes uh fucking on in photoshop (laughs) cleaning her feet because oh, she yeah. had this big fucking like dirt stain on her fucking the bottom of her foot, Damn. and I had to like really clean it up. Um, anyways, I have no <laughs> clue. I for, totally forget where we were going with this. Did she look back on that photo? Like, did she ever like look at the photo and go, "Oh fuck, my feet are like disgusting"? <laughs> or she just she, <laughs> oh, dude, I don't know. I mean, I, I would be kind of irritated if I spent you know ten bucks or no, oh no, she was uh, what was that deal? She had a great deal. So it was like it was like five, f- five bucks for three months, right? 
Yeah, it was something. Yeah, it was some sort of yeah. great deal. I think she came onto the show because I thought, uh, I think she thought that we were going to subscribe to her OnlyFans. <laughs> I mean, for the price, I still consider it, but. <laughs> well, I don't know. And I just got 30 feet. I mean, imagine what that fucking cooter bug's like. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, I don't even remember how do we you, got Do on. you agree with that statement? <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like you, have, a, you, have an, you don't have an OnlyFans. No. Would you ever consider an OnlyFans? No. Is it because G-Man the alcoholic would say <laughs> no. fuck no? Even if we weren't dating, I wouldn't. I'm not like that open with my... Not open with that? I, that'd would, be kind of weird. I, I, I do feel like it'd be kind of fucking weird. Like, you know what I mean? What do you mean? Like, uh, let me post a picture of my pussy and you pay me 10 bucks a month to look at it. I mean, that's... Yeah. That's kind of weird. I mean... And then these requests, can you imagine? Some of these girls take special requests. Can you imagine what those requests, I would love to see right. the I mean, inside of an only girl, OnlyFans girl's inbox. I mean, yeah, for sure. Every girl has, like, their limit, though. Like, I have like I have some friends that have done that shit, and they're just like, oh, yeah, like, I have my limits. Like, I don't do everything that gets sent to me like that. Like, What about the feet stuff? That's kind of weird. I, it's I would sell feet pics. Yeah, I was, you, say, I was just going to ask you. you for would, sure. Yeah. I asked Garrett if I could. He's like, no. A majority, I feel like a majority of girls. Do girl, you have nice feet? I, I mean, I paint my toes. Hey, you want to <laughs> I orange? hate feet. I hate feet. I yeah. mean, oh my God, they're so gross. Yeah, I agree. Especially so, when yeah. like, well. <laughs> what? When you, when you, if you're with, with like a, uh, a, a bigger girl. Yeah. You know, and, and the, the, you're looking at their feet. You know, their ankles. They're supposed to get a little smaller as they go down towards their foot. But if you're like a bigger one, it's like a fucking tree trunk. You know what I mean? Are we, are we talking about cankles here? Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. And you know who I'm talking about. I know who you're oh, talking yeah, about. Fuck yeah, you know who I'm talking about. Uh-huh. Uh, so, so I was going to say that, though. I feel like a majority of girls agree to, like, they'd be like, yeah, I'll sell feet pics. Why yeah, the fuck not? it's not like... To me, it's not like sexual, so I'm just like. Yeah, but even I'll paint it whatever color you want. So, like, if somebody was like, "I'll give you ten bucks for a picture of your feet," mm-hmm. you would do it, even though you know that they're gonna fucking jerk off to it tonight. Hey, do whatever you want with it. <laughs> wow. Money is money. I mean, I don't like. I don't know. It's not. I, I, I swear though, when it comes to like feet, like guys are just so fucking weird, man. Because I'm an admin for one of my friends on uh, TikTok. Like I like I'm like the security guy in like their live streams. And what, what, hang on, back the fuck up. What is a security guy in a live stream? Like, I'm just one of the, I'm just a moderator. Like, I'm like, I have the power to kick people out. Oh, of it's like a hall them. monitor. All right. Yeah. But like my, my friend had, uh, I think it was like her boyfriend's cousin in one of the live streams and they were laying on the couch and we had to keep reminding her, like, cover up your fucking feet because we didn't want these creepy ass dudes coming in here on the live stream and just being like, oh, yeah, I love your feet. Oh, but hey, the more the merrier, though. The no, more people fuck. watching, the better. It, the girl was 16, though. Oh, okay. Yeah. Said, well, you should have opened with that. <laughs> like, that still, make me sound like a fucking pervert. But still, regardless of the age, it's just like, man, all these guys just, like, go crazy over these fucking feet. It's just like, we can't, like, people just can't even just sit on a live stream without fucking socks or shoes on. It's just like, if people come in there like, oh, I love your fucking toes, Well, you know, girl. one thing it's I like, am God. curious about, Caitlin, uh, when you post, uh, like, a picture on Facebook or Instagram mm-hmm. or something, like a selfie, mm-hmm. do you get these weird, like, comments or or messages sometimes yeah i saw this uh this one girl on my facebook today she's always posting um i mean she to be fair she posts like pictures like with her tits just hanging out and she you know i I mean they're very uh, i mean her instagram or her twitter is nothing but porno 
Yeah. But, you know, she uh, she posted these screenshots of somebody, uh, uh, people commenting on her, or messaging her, and they're like, wish you could suck it, you were hot, <laughs> bust a nut over you anytime, all over your tits and ass. Jeez. And oh I'm just God. like, my God, I mean... Uh, who in the fucking uh, oh uh, the, this guy this guy also has the same last name as this girl uh-huh. and he posted like to see all of you fire me up don't really care if we have the same last name <laughs> and then there was hang on let me find this one oh I don't even care if we are related you have my attention <laughs> very pretty lady love your tits <laughs> and I mean seriously uh, do you think any guy on planet Earth has ever gotten laid? From making a comment like that. No, I no. mean, what fucking girl in their right mind would be like, oh, fuck yeah, I'll come fuck you right now. Can I ask you? So it's kind of like on the same topic. Let me ask you a question. I was I was talking to my coworkers about this the other day. Have you ever sent like random dick pics? Like that's like like not even an opening line, just dick pic right in the DMs. I've never sent a crip. It's for me. It's a crip cock pic. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> I've never sent, I've sent Cripcock pics. Sure. I've never sent one, uh, like, unannounced. Same. Well, well, hang on, let me, pre- I've never, okay, let's say Caitlin was single and I started talking to Caitlin. Uh-huh. I've never been like, oh, here's, here's my dick. But I've been, like, talking to a girl, like, repeatedly, and we've exchanged pictures in the past, mm-hmm. and then sometimes it'd be like, oh, here's a dick pic. Yeah, like, I've, but it's never been a uh, oh, I just met you. Here's my fucking dong. Yeah, like, yeah, I'm same here. Like, for some reason, like, all every girl's like, oh, I got a million dick pics. It's, dude, it's so know? weird. I mean, it's so, it's so yeah. and like, I mean, so let's be real here. I mean, how attractive is a fucking penis, anyways? I mean, come on, they're like, <laughs> I don't know, is a cock attractive, Logan? You tell me. I've never uh, seen a cock. No, especially uncircumcised, <laughs> like a fucking Alaskan bullworm inside <laughs> oh, my fucking yeah. pants, you know. <laughs> Like, like how, like, I, I assume it's the same for you. Like, you, you, I'm sure you've gotten just those random dick oh, pics. For, every one that I've got was random. I've never gotten one that I've asked, like, I've never asked for a dick pic. Like, what, like, I don't understand. Like, why do guys do this? Like, it blows my mind because I've never done it. You've never done it. No, it's like, never. What, so why the fuck do guys think? I like, don't oh, even like sending dick pics, though. I mean, I hate it. Yeah. I hate it. I just don't understand, uh. I, I don't know how far I could go with like dick face. It's like after a while, it's like I'm just kind of sending like the same pick, you know? Right. It's like I can only take it from so many well, angles. You could sweeten the pot of <laughs> me. You could get your fucking taint in there or something, <laughs> you know? There's only so many <laughs> angles. Like, I don't know what to do with this anymore. <laughs> like, I don't, I barely could take a good selfie, let alone a fucking great dick pick, you know? Well, it's, it's just weird. And then I, I don't know, man. I, yeah, I don't know. So, you, do you still get dick pics though, even though you're in a relationship? No. People are guys are creepy though, aren't we? We're all fucking creeps, I guess. <laughs> and I'll tell you what's weird, Caitlin is I'll be on like uh, fa- the the Facebook dating app, and I always come across these girls that are friends with Trent. Every girl, almost every girl I match with, I have a mutual friend with Trent. <laughs> it's a running joke at this point, but yet he's on a dry spell for almost a year. <laughs> so you said you said that uh, you don't get dick pics anymore because you're in a relationship do you think that's why if you if you and g-man the alcoholic broke up today do you think your inbox tomorrow would be fucking hot dog fest (laughs) i was gonna say like i kind of want to have i kind of want to run a test like just like of course you two stay together but oh my god don't no my god like just for like one 
if like, this was the other way around, I would be so pissed. Like, for, <laughs> like, like I'm not saying look at him, but like, let her just go. <laughs> uh, oh my god, dude, you should wait till she's on the show for like a month to propose an idea like that. Oh, dude, you've also heard how strong my cousin. He's gonna come in here and kick your ass. I said stay together, and I'm not saying open them up. <laughs> uh, well, yes, Kayla, like- let's see how many dick pics you can come back with next week. My God. Wow. I'm not saying she has to look at them. I'm, I'm curious, like, in a week's time, how many. How would she know how many if she didn't look at them? Because, like, if it's, like, if it's through, like, Facebook or something, they would just be, say, like, picture. It would be a picture message. That's well, all you have to. How do you know they're dick pics? Then she'll hand, us, she hey, she'll hand us the phone and we'll look at the dicks. Fuck it. No, I don't. Okay, no, hang on a second. I don't think guys actually send dick pics just without warning at all. I think there's some that do. No way. If, yeah. if, no, no. I think there they, is. Uh, there's got to at least be a hey, right? I mean, come oh, on. Yeah, for me at least. I've never just like first thing dick pic. Yeah, I mean, come on. that's not a real like, thing. Like dick pic like hey. <laughs> like I, th- I feel like there's some guys that throw the dick pic just out there and just like fuck it. All right, well, that's enough of the fucking dicks today. My God. <laughs> you, do you see how obsessed he is? I mean, <laughs> my God. First, it, first, hang on. First, it was it was the Cripcock, my dick. And now it's, let's see how many dick pics Caitlin can get in a week. <laughs> or I can make a fake account. We'll see how many dick pics get yeah, sent. There you go. There Why you don't go. you do that? Right. Yes. There you go. We'll make a, make a uh, you know what you should do? Make a Tinder account. Yeah. Right? As a female. Uh-huh. And then make a fake Snapchat. Mm-hmm. And, and find like some real hot chick that nobody's going to know who they are, though. Yeah. And post all the, you know, pigs like tits hanging out and stuff. And then just be like, <laughs> snap me and put a snap in there and see how many dick pics you get. That, I mean, I, that's a good test to run. Right, so I bet you you'll get a ton. Oh, I'm sure. But Trent, you'll be very happy, I'm sure. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, we <laughs> saw how you reacted with that sausage rolled through the glory hall. <laughs> um, all right. Well, anyways, come on. That's enough of the dick pics. Well, let's get to know Caitlin here before we wrap it up. Caitlin, let's, uh, you have the floor. Go ahead. I don't like. I can't. We want to hear. We want to know about you. We would just. We just want to know about you, because we they they're, they're tired of hearing about me and Trent. They want to hear about Caitlin. Yeah, we can only talk about the Cripcock for so long. Yes. Here, so. <laughs> the Cripcock, Trent's gaming obsession, his big teeth. You know, yeah, your big head. My big head. <laughs> my small other head. <laughs> uh, I just feel like I can't go on. Like, just start. You like, ever been on a podcast before? No, but I've been wanting to start one with one of my friends for so long. What kind of podcast? Just, I feel like, I guess a comedy. But like what kind of, like a, like a themed kind of podcast? More like we just talk. <laughs> like just So like go. what we do here, but probably uh, with less dicks. Probably, but I feel like <laughs> it wouldn't be like. I mean, I don't know. Would like, the girls talk about dicks more or less? I'm not sure. <laughs> uh, yeah, that is true. Oh. That is a good point. Oh. Oh. Uh, Trent's been coming in hot these past couple of weeks with some good points here. <laughs> I'm on a roll here. Yes, you are. But, yeah, I don't know. I guess, I don't know. I just feel like we think that we're really funny, so we could just, like, put mics in front of us while we're having a conversation. I feel like that's more of, like, what I see. Who like. is this girl? Uh, my friend, Mackenzie. Mackenzie, she's single? Yeah. Trent's single. Okay. Yeah. Would they be yeah. a good fit for each other? <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. Trent, I was going to say, we should do, uh, what do you think we, we did, like a, a speed dating game? A speed dating would you, game. You would do that. You'd participate. 
How would this work exactly? Uh, we'd get a little table, a little dinner table set up over here. Yeah. <laughs> we'd have a camera rolling, mm-hmm. and uh, I'll get like three or four girls to come over here. They'll hide, you know, I don't know, in the bathroom or something. <laughs> They'll just be hiding in your room right over there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I got a bed in there. It'll be having fun. Uh, we bring some girls out here, and we do speed dating. And see how quick Trent fucks it up. <laughs> I mean, I probably could fuck it up real quick. Well, I don't know. Mackenzie, would she be into Trent? She'd probably be into Trent. Hey, would, hey we could we could bring her on for the speed dating. Yeah. Who knows? She <laughs> might be like, fuck this guy. I'll take the crepe pack, though. <laughs> you never know. You never know. There are some I mean, yeah, there are some girls that are into it. Uh, anyways. I mean, I'm, I'm curious. Would you guys place bets on how quick I could fuck it up? Oh, you'd fuck it up so fast. Like what? Well, like what would you like? What What would you guys bet? I How really much? Don't know I don't you well know. enough to. Just oh, I yeah, guess she don't know. Like, but you know what we could do? We could bring. Uh, well, I guess you don't know Cody the alcoholic that well either. But uh, <laughs> no, no. Sometimes blind bets are the best. I mean, she would be really ga- would be really gambling at that point. Yeah. I know you fairly yeah. well. Yeah. She don't know you at all. Right. So okay. you know what we could do? We could bring her. We could bring Cody the alcoholic on because he don't know you either. Mm-hmm. So you got two blind bets and one <laughs> educated bet. We'll see who wins. Yeah. There you go. See, yeah, put some money on this. And Caitlin, I mean, Caitlin's a good looking girl. She's probably got hot friends, right? You got hot friends that are single. (laughs) That are single. Well, now is that true, or is are you just like the top of the bunch, and all of them are just lower tiers? No, all my (laughs) friends are way better looking than I am. I feel like that's a common girl answer. Uh, yeah, but we could do speed dating with uh, you. You get some girls to come on the podcast, right? Do you guys really think speed dating works though? Uh, It's a podcast. Anyways, we want to know more about Caitlin, though. That's enough, Trent. You talk one more time, I'm muting your fucking mic. Because we've been rolling here for a long time. This is a long-ass episode. Yeah, are you not happy this is a long episode? I'm not I'm not pissed. I'm just saying it's a long episode. We're, right. we're going to... We will be closing in on three hours here. So we've been talking for an hour and a half. Wow. And there's, wow. there's about... Uh, I think the interviews are maybe an hour, roughly, total. Yeah. I mean, like so. I said, I could just push the mic away, you know. No worries. Well, we want to know about Caitlin real quick because we really are going to wrap it up. The cameras are dying, not that that matters. Yeah, that thing just died. But uh, we're not posting this to YouTube. But uh, Caitlin, I mean, uh, you know, let's hear what we want to know okay. about you. So you're going to do um, a podcast. You don't know Bam Margera. You don't watch porno. 22 years old. you got hot single friends. Uh, what do you do for a living? Without saying where you work, what do you do for a living? I work in a dental office doing what are you a dentist um no i am front desk so i check people in i do their insurances um just documents all that stuff i don't do anything really how long you been dating my cousin two and a half years two and a half years you think he's ever gonna pop the question i feel like if i would want anyone to it would definitely be him why that's because that great ass, right? And he gets so weird yeah. out when I say that. Yeah. He, he's got a great ass, though, doesn't he? he? Does. For a guy, he has a very nice ass. Yeah. Gets, yeah, I remember you asked me that the first time I met you, and I was yeah. like, I, I don't know. He, to, does, he does have a nice ass. I, I really does. Does. I have to take your word for it because he's been sitting down the whole time. I I think it, he has a yeah, bubble he's butt. Sitting, he's sitting in the next room over. He's, like, sleeping. Yeah. Um, anyways, so do you think he's going to pop the question to you, though? Maybe someday. I feel. I, I mean, I've talked to him. I don't think we're ready for it yet. But, but don't. But you guys live together. Yeah. How old? How old is he? Yeah. How old is? He's twenty two. Oh, he's, oh, okay. is he twenty two? Older than me. Oh, I see. Um, has it really been two and a half years? Mm-hmm. Wow. Well, yeah. why aren't you guys ready though? You guys got to be ready. I mean, you live uh, together. Yeah. Yeah, and we have like pets together. Yeah, pets like, together. They oh, live oh, together. Pull on. I mean, I don't know. Are you disappointed that he hasn't popped the question yet? But if he popped it right now, would you say yes? 
Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I guess well, I would say no. Of, like, there's a little hesitation there. Well, I was just thinking, like, She's I would, probably fall in love with Trent already. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, man, I've I've wanted a guy like you my whole life. A guy that plays video games all day, has big teeth, long hair. I mean, long I think hair. it's the hair, man. You know, wearing a shirt of a band she's probably never heard of. Probably. In her life. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Uh wow! All right. Anything? Anything we should know about you? Um. I mean, come on. There's millions of people listening right man, now. What's great is she's had the side angle like of me the whole time, so she could see like how big my fucking nose is over oh here. My God. <laughs> no, no, my nose is much bigger than yours. But look at that fucker's <laughs> teeth. Look how big his teeth are. Yep. <laughs> I'd rather bigger big teeth than a watermelon sized head over there. Oh please! <laughs> you can't even tell. You can't even tell until you if you put my hat on. You'd be like, this guy's a big head. You can't really tell. Your hair would literally just like cover half my face. And be like, Can you tell that I have a big head just by looking? Mm, no. It's Caitlin trying to be nice, I bet. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> no. I know um, this one girl who will not say anything insulting at all to me. Really? And I'm like, dude, you're so full of shit. And I think Caitlin's full of shit right now. I. Because I had a teacher in eighth grade tell me my head was unproportionate with my body. <laughs> I just can't be rude. That's so oh, rude. Oh, come on. We, oh, just I mean, be rude. I, yeah, I want to hear you. Can you tell them my head is big? I need big. to get like, more comfortable with you guys to start like roasting you. Oh, come on. Just we should have been drinking. We offered you a beer and you said, no, I don't like, like it. Maybe next time I'll just bring a bottle. It doesn't even have to be yeah, Logan. Like, roast me. Throw yes, right, let's hear you talk matter. shit to Trent. Or Logan. I talk. <laughs> There's no way. All right, well, let's do this real quick before we wrap it up. Does Trent have big teeth, yes or no? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> Does Trent have a big nose? Uh, no. I oh, that's bullshit. Oh, my God. Like, listen yeah, to this no. girl. Like, yeah. All right. Okay. Can't. Listen. Trent, take off your hat. Okay. Show your hairstyle. Do you think Trent looks good with the long hair, or do you think he should style his hair a little differently? Like, cut it, style it? Or Just like anything. Style I mean, what? Pick like, his, do you pick put his hair, hair up. buns? Like, do you ever, like, I've never up? done a man bun. Ponytails. You should try it. Oh, Ponytails no. for, like, no? work, I've never If done Trent rolls bun. up here with a man bun, I mean, uh, that's uh, the whole show right there. Not, like, up, but, like, just, like, down, maybe? I don't know. I mean, I could put it in a ponytail for you. I don't know how to even put it into a man bun because I've never done it, but... <laughs> And you, she can't even roast you at all. No. Do I have a big head? Yes or no? Do I have a big head? Like, yes like yo, no? I know I have a big nose because my nickname was the Jew in high school. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. I, I just feel like I can't be mean to you guys yet. You got to let me like, warm yet. up to it. Not yet. Well, it's also kind of weird. I'll tell you. I had this weird thing about, I don't know if, I, I asked, uh, I, I called my cousin uh, G-Man the alcoholic mm-hmm. because I had heard that uh, Caitlin was like into podcasts and things like that. And, uh, you know, we needed to add somebody onto the show. And I thought, well, maybe maybe she would be cool. Yeah. I don't really know Caitlin that well, if I'm being honest with you. Oh. Because Caitlin. I, am I good enough for the show? Did I make the cut? Caitlin doesn't talk because <laughs> she, her and G Man the Alcoholic have stayed the night at my house before, back at my old house because we were drinking or whatever. And I mean, she don't say, but like, Two words the entire night. Oh, wow. Then she probably gets in the truck with G-Man, and she's like, oh, what Babbling. the fuck? Just like, no, no, I don't. No, Does I it really make like you nervous you. having him here? 
Not no. No. <laughs> no, I feel like I would be equally as comfortable whether I, he was here. I or thought not. maybe because he's here, it's like you feel like you have to be like more censored. <laughs> oh no. Well, I mean, uh, look, no. he's never listened to the show, so I think you could probably say whatever you wanted, whether he was here or not. He ain't gonna listen anyways. Yeah, like she starts talking true. about dicks, it might be like, hey, what, what the fuck are we talking no. about? <laughs> no. it's, it's like that that meme of Arthur, the cartoon. He's got <laughs> like his fucking fist clenched. Like, Caitlin's <laughs> yeah. talking about dicks. <laughs> <laughs> no, oh my god like i've said so much worse to him or not like talking like said bad things to him but <laughs> it's just like it's like comfort like i don't know I'm, I'm getting comfortable i don't know trent i'll tell you it feels a little uh it's a little easier with 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 three people here though isn't it that's how i've always thought it would be yeah it's a yeah. little it's a little easier here yeah, uh, just just the energy especially when well, especially when uh, she's not as uh, you know she's not going to say uh, quite the things that we say yet. So yeah, it's a little yeah. Like, I, I will I get to that point, but you know, it's just I, like know, she I'm says that now she's going to leave here and she's going to be like, "Fuck <laughs> these guys, I'm never everything. coming back." <laughs> Fuck that. Yeah, next week no, we'll be I announcing the departure of Caitlin. <laughs> Caitlin is no longer with us. Uh, Wish her the best. No, uh, I'm your hoping you guys never. are going to text me later and be like, "Hey, like this isn't working out." Too much, uh, too much penis <laughs> talk for me. <laughs> Um. Wow. All right. Well, yes. Uh, this is uh, Caitlin, our our uh, new co-host, at least for episode twelve. We'll see if she returns for episode thirteen. Yeah. I mean, I hope so. So do I. Um. Well. Yeah. Well. I'm. I'm down. But I'm curious to see. I don't know. You're saying you seem like you're not sure over there, Logan. Yeah. That's all. I'm like sweating a little bit. Is he gonna invite me back? <laughs> oh my god! You act like this is some huge fucking. Is he? Did I make the cut? Did I make the cut? Am I gonna come back? Uh, okay. All right. Well, I suppose that about wraps it up. Uh, you can listen to the show anywhere you get podcasts. You can go to our YouTube channel, The Crash Report, watch highlights, full clips, full interviews, uh, and more, including the two interviews from today. You can hit us up on all social media at Crash Report Show. Trent's over there eyeing me like, uh, <laughs> do I get my end of the show plug? Like, you better give me my plug, dude. <laughs> uh, yes, if if you so choose, you can go to YouTube while you're subscribing to our channel and you can head over to Coral Gaming, mm-hmm. K-O-R-L Gaming. Not that little kid, because why? Because fuck that little kid, yes, that's why. fuck that little kid. <laughs> Go subscribe to Trent's YouTube channel. Watch him play little kids games. Should we give her a plug at all? I don't know. Do you, I don't think she has anything to plug. I, I no. did see you had a YouTube channel, yeah. but you only posted one video. Oh, boo. Yeah, I don't want to talk about my YouTube channel. Why? It's no, so hang on. It's so this stupid. This is what I was like, looking for. <laughs> yeah. Hang on. Back the fuck up. Back <laughs> up. What is your YouTube channel? What is your YouTube it's channel about? It's stupid. Like, well, some of them is blogs. One of them is just this, the last video I posted. It's so stupid. Like, it's not even like... Any, it's Look so at her pointed. face right now. She's so oh, uncomfortable. Just, yeah. She made one vlog and realized, fuck, my life ain't that interesting. Yeah, literally. <laughs> yeah, but look yeah. at all these people that get famous on YouTube. I mean, that, their that, lives yeah. aren't yeah. shit. It's, it's all about the editing. Straight up. You could edit yourself looking like your life is fantastic. Yeah, it's because Caitlin Trent is a YouTube expert. All 270-some subscribers. He is the expert. Listen to his advice. It's called movie magic. That's true, though. I keep more in than I probably should. But all right, Well, we want to hear about the YouTube channel. Come on, let's hear it. Um, and then I have, like, I have a lot of vlogs. And then I have... What do you vlog about? I mean, what do you talk about? Well, there was one time me and Garrett went to the zoo... Like one time, like it's not even like I'm saying it's not crazy at all. It's it's really <laughs> no, like no, nothing. We don't hear about it. And then, um, 
Oh God, it's like there's only a handful of videos, but it's really. When was when was your last video? I think last, not this past summer. I haven't been on since like. I know you did one about the fair. Yeah, that's stupid. I don't know. Look at that thing. Yeah, that's stupid. I'm going to go delete my channel when I get home. But yeah. You got to tell me the channel name before you go and delete it at least. Are you going to play it right here right no, now? No, no I just want to play it. Oh, we could play it. I mean, no. Do you want to play it on the show? Not a chance. Because I do have it. I can pull it up. Ugh. Can I at least look at it? I just want to see the channel yeah, and give you a subscribe. Well, I'll tell you what, Caitlin, can I play it or no? Like which, like. I mean, let's see here. It's just your name, right? That's yeah. your channel. Well, wait, what's your last? Well, Sherrier, S-H-A-R-I-E-R. And Caitlin is spelled K-A-T-E-L-Y-N. Well, now, now our inbox from this podcast can get blown up with dick pics. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's see here. Uh, there's two of them. There's one that says, finding who I am a little more every day. And then there's another one that says, my vids are just for fun. Which one is that? One. Oh, Somebody's got to stay in front of a mic there. Yeah, you stay in front. Let's see, which one here? Okay, it's the one where I'm, like, in a red tank top. Okay, this one right here. It's, yeah. Damn, look at that. She hasn't posted in years, and she's got, like, half the subscribers that that the Crashboard has, and we post all the time. How many do I have? 27. Okay, I told all my friends to subscribe to me. Well, hopefully you'll tell all your friends to subscribe to this podcast. Yeah, definitely. All right, let's see. What's a good video to play here? Which one? Oh, God. Oh, God. We got, uh, let's see. Oh, God. Uh, Dixie, six months later. Oh, that's a cute nah, one. I don't want to play a dog video. I want something oh. with you in it. Logan, I swear if we had a pair of tits, we would probably have more subscribers. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> Just you guys with tits. Like. <laughs> well, they do make those, uh, like, fake fake uh, breastfeeding uh, bras yeah. that we could wear. And they oh, look you're right. Like, I totally like in that movie, thing. Meet the Fockers yeah. or whatever, where he's wearing the... Yeah. <laughs> All right, here, um, can we do this like, one? Only people who read will understand skit. No, no, no. Not that one. That's the one I'm trying to avoid. No. <laughs> oh, my God. How about... Uh, I, I don't know. Stupid. Oh, my God. Which no, one? Can, can we play like, one here? Wait, it's just audio. Nobody can see it. Mind you. This this is not on then YouTube. That one you won't even. It's just music. Like it's not. Oh, even. I see. It's so stupid. How about this one? Actually, for real, meet my sister. Oh, I mean, yeah, I guess. It's let's not see even what this. Me. Let's see what this channel is all about. It's okay. I'm so nervous. We're only gonna oh play. It. We're only gonna play it for like ten seconds. Okay. I totally, I totally forgot this thing could just move all the way around like this, man. Oh, my God. He only cares about her butt. She only cares about her butt. Oh, that's my mom's dogs, I think. Get him, Nova. <laughs> She's got his whole neck in her mouth. What kind of dogs are these? Dobermans. It's the sign. So are you a dog person, oh. not a cat person, then? I like both. Okay. I have a dog and a cat. Let's fast forward a little bit to her in the car. I wish I was more famous so like people could like like would know who we were talking about. I want to be famous. You want to be famous? Yeah, I've always wanted oh, to be yeah. famous. Yeah, so like who's the other girl here? Is that that's my sister? Oh, okay. Have have Becky, like, Is your sister single? <laughs> no, she's uh, dating one of Garrett's friends. Oh, your sister and you look very different. That's what I said. Everybody's like, oh, you guys are like yeah, twins. I don't, really like that. I don't know if it's just a different haircut. You have, in this video, blonde hair. Your sister has like, like jet black hair. Yeah. Well, all right. If you feel uh, up to it, go uh, subscribe to her you channel too, to. I suppose. <laughs> but we'll, I don't know if she's going to post any vlogs or not. Are you going to post any more vlogs? I don't know. Maybe. Maybe more like this summer since like COVID's kind of like 
If you're going to go through with it, you Trey, got... you can sit down. We're not watching anything anymore. I mean, you can. Oh, I know. I just felt like standing because I hate right, just no, sitting on that ahead. stool. Yes. No, but if you're going to go and do the YouTube thing with make vlogs, at least post one a week. Yeah, like you have to be consistent. Yeah, absolutely. Just post vlogs of the podcast. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Like, could always do that. Yeah. <laughs> but. All right. Uh, well, yes. Go to our YouTube channel, The Crash Report. Go to Trent's YouTube channel. Trent does post regular. What, what is it? Three times a week or something? Three, three to four times a week. Yes. If you want to uh, watch uh, a grown ass man play little kids' games and swear <laughs> like he's at a sports, a sports bar, as Giles in Ontario said. Uh, Coral Gaming, K O R L Gaming. It's the one with more subscribers. Fuck that little kid. <laughs> well, I'm I surprised you don't have like something in the sounds over here, just like one of my like fucks or something from one of my videos. Oh, I'm working on it. Trust me. Oh yeah, I was like, man, there's so many. <laughs> well, you know, when we when we take a break before we go into an interview and we're coming out of an interview, yeah, you know, we have that. Uh, be sure to like and subscribe to the show. Blah blah blah. Yeah, I think we're gonna do one that says, uh, I'm gonna get that guy to be like, uh, you know. Did you know that Trent has a YouTube <laughs> channel? And then I'm going to get all the sound bites of you saying, Coral Gaming, Coral Gaming, blah, blah, blah. And then he'll be like, yeah, we didn't either. And then at the end, it'll, and it'll be like, back to the show. And then you'll be like, fuck that little kid. Um, Sounds perfect. Anyways, all right. Uh, I feel what, like you got to throw in like a fuck Pablo in there or something for oh, me. Oh, please. Um, no, it's not happening. No. Come on. Right. This, no. Uh, all right. Trent, any final words? Uh, fuck that little kid, and I hope to see y'all back next week. Caitlin, any final words? Yeah, uh, thanks for having me. This is fun. I feel like like towards the end, I was getting more comfortable. So, yeah. All right, well, we will be back, uh, I don't know, maybe with Caitlin, maybe without. We'll see. <laughs> uh, we, we, we will be back next week for episode number 13. Uh, it's the Crash Report. See ya. We'll see you next time on the Crash Report. While you wait, make sure to like and subscribe to the show, damn it. Thanks for listening.